1: Welcome to the Geekiest. I'm Joe. I'm Kayla. And I'm Andy. Uh, as you can tell, we've made a few slight changes to the Geekiest. It's uh, we're revamping things. Um, and as you can tell, we have no guests this week because Andy's a co-host now. He's not a guest.
2: I am that popular.
1: <laughs> no, it's more of like like my mom always says, "Rule like once you're over the house like twice, you no longer were a guest. You knew where the cups were. You can serve yourself." <laughs> I like that. (laughs) So you no longer have guest rights. Okay,
2: nice.
0: You've all been warmed. You come over the house more than twice and we put you on the show. Damn it. Now I have to behave.
1: (laughs) Yes, because you're not protected by guest rights. (laughs) Put that down.
0: (laughs) So for those of you that are wondering, Pete is okay. Uh, He's got some school things that he needs to take care of as he is in the scholarly way. Uh, So Andy has graciously agreed to step in for Pete for now until Pete is done with the things he is doing. Except Uh, for last
2: week because I'm sorry, guys. I was very ill and I'm actually still kind of ill. So, you know.
0: We appreciate you being here in spite of the the germs. No problem. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Just disinfect
1: this mic. (laughs) Wait, you think I clean the mics? Oh, boy. Ew. I want
2: my own cover. That's why they smell funny. That's <laughs> why
1: so I tell you don't huff the mics.
2: <laughs> Can we nuzzle
0: them? I'm sorry.
2: No,
1: do not nuzzle them. I got them. in
0: trouble for that. Don't do that.
1: No, because then it sounds like uh, those electronic uh, sounds when <laughs> people like try to prove, like, oh, the spirits are trying to talk to us through recordings. <laughs> That's what it sounds like now when you're editing. Now
0: we know how they those sounds. We yeah, should what... have a seance. <laughs> Geeky seance? Yes. <laughs> oh, going to Ouija board. Talk to talk to Stanley. Yeah, we go. I was gonna say
1: it's like who are we gonna who are we gonna talk to? Stanley, Steve Dick, Oh, Steve Ditko. Yes, yeah, Steve go passed away. Jack Kirby. Yeah, we'll
0: just bring them all in. It'll be all around. Greetings the table.
1: from beyond the grave, heroes. <laughs> Excelsior!
0: Excelsior! <laughs>
1: I'm here with Schuster and Siegel, <laughs> and they're still pissed. <laughs> still very upset.
2: Well, as they would be. I
1: mean,
3: yeah, well, they got one, ripped off.
1: Well, I mean, at the end they did get taken care of. Uh, they got their health care taken care of. They got mm-hmm. they got some money. But no, they did get ripped off rather well. Way way yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So, yeah, no guests tonight. Um we've decided instead that we're going to do kind of a um, a state of the geekiest universe. And everything that's going on, we've been having some wonderful times talking to our guests, but it has left us with little time to talk about what's yeah. going on in the world.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to say it's, it's, it's nice. Oh, we're going to do we're going to do like a, a geek news wrap up, but it's mainly because we keep missing it from all the discussions we have when we have guests here. So it's uh, it, it's a little bit of uh, filling in for our our, our slacking at times. Um, one thing I wanted to get out of the way before we get we we de- deep dive into what's going on is something we we sort of missed a couple weeks ago. Um, legendary actor Kirk Douglas passed away, um, and and I wanted to bring it up. You know, a lot of people, oh well, he's he's an actor, but it's like, yeah, he's an actor, but Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, is a seminal science fiction. It's it's movie. like a
2: it, yeah, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, definitely. It, 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 it especially I mean, if you end up being into spe- steampunk. You
1: absolutely, mean, Anyth- well, you know, anything Jules Verne, you're you're, yeah. you're going down. But it was just, you know, I remember watching that and like that sparked my that sparked my 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 imagination. You know, oh yeah, um, you know, the Nautilus and, and Captain Nemo yeah, and, for and sure, um, but I mean. He was sparked a whole like geek culture. Yeah, 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 Yeah. it
0: really did. I mean, it was my favorite ride at Disney. (laughs) I read the book. I can't tell you how many times. Like, yeah, it was a big deal.
2: Those fish on the swings were totally realistic.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, you know, there's like a campaign. We were underwater,
2: damn it! And you can't tell me otherwise. (laughs)
1: you're you're under like 3 feet of water at best. No. We
0: were underwater. We went
2: underwater.
1: Mm. You went 20,000 leagues? All the way down. So All there, the way to the bottom. So of the ocean. there was only one problem with 20,000 leagues for me. Okay. I had no idea what the what what the measure of a league actually <laughs> was. Like I don't
0: think anybody does. It's like a hand when with horses. Most people don't know what the hell that means. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> leagues, hands, whatever. Yeah, stones. Uh,
1: what well, that's like when what, um, or watch that's like when watch when watching like uh horse racing. Oh, there are seven furlongs. I was like, what? What is that even? Yeah, I mean, it's it, bad enough we've the, the imperial system, but now we have these add-ons. Come on, just like,
0: a, just pretend to be impressed.
1: I feel I
2: mm. feel anything British is posit- is potentially fictional <laughs> in nature.
1: Like, I mean, come on, kilometer, really? Yeah. Listen really, listen I will take I will take the metric where everything makes sense. <laughs> Base 10, everything versus the okay, well, how, how many inches are in a foot? Okay, how many feet are in a yard? How many feet are in a mile? What's an acre?
2: <laughs> None of this makes any sense. It does to um, to Americans.
1: <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. You can ask a bunch of Americans how many How many feet are in a mile? it's that's all part of the conspiracy <laughs> so f-
0: Kirk Douglas
2: so oh yeah Kirk Douglas yeah dude was awesome yeah I mean I,
1: I mean everything Spartacus
2: um, I liked Spartacus a lot oh my mm-hmm. god I mean I was a, was a Vikings great... fan
0: Vikings I my thing. Vikings. when I was a little girl and those of you that are of a certain age remember having those videotapes that you taped off a TV with like three different movies on yes it, and I had a. I was tape. one of
2: those little girls <laughs>
0: I had a tape that was in order. Sleeping Beauty, The Vikings, Pinocchio. <laughs> Watched that tape from start to finish till I broke the damn tape. three <laughs>
1: different moods entirely. Uh I had I had that. It was uh it was the Flash Gordon movie. Okay. Flash! Uh huh. Ah. Um Clash of the Titans. Thank you.
2: Clash of the Titans. The okay. Harry Hamlin. That's the only one. Let's we've
1: we've been over this. No, no, the other one exists. I, no.
2: I, yes. No.
1: Um, and then the the gods
2: th- wore full plate armor in that movie, and that's horrible.
1: <laughs> what do you expect them to run around in just frilly cloth?
2: I expect them to be as as togas or th- nothing. Yes, as they intended themselves. Like I mean.
1: <laughs> so you're going with the 300 style of. Uh, a uh, 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 nut nut holder and shield with helmet, no armor. Da da Yeah, <laughs> also not historically accurate. Um, and then the Flash Gordon animated movie that had aired on NBC back in the day. I don't remember that one. It probably you're probably too young. I mean, for maybe. That one. Um, and I watched the hell out of that. Yeah. Tape. Um, yeah. but Kirk Douglas. Let's I, get let's give you a geek point for the unknown Flash Gordon thing.
3: The unknown Flash Gordon. <laughs> oh.
1: I'm sure if my brother takes my brother takes a listen to this episode, he's gonna have some sort of PTSD episodes. Whenever we, start having flashbacks. Whenever we whenever we are home during like the summer or whatever, that tape and like what was the other one we watched? Uh, Planet of the Apes. Okay, beneath the Planet of the Apes,
2: on top of the Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. to the adjacent to the side of the Planet of the Apes. No, I think
1: perpendicular to the Planet of the Apes.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I can keep
1: going. You're you're right until like not.
3: <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, so but I mean there's so many things he did uh throughout his career, not just you know, as an actor, but he also was one of the people that broke the blacklist, um, who, you know, brought writers back into Hollywood when he became a producer to, you know, kinda thumb his nose at at the, the the red scare. No, that's pretty awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also, gonna give
0: you a geek point for that. That's a good little piece of his
2: Also there. also I am curious though how many children his butt chin actually devoured. Because <laughs> I... that thing is a is a canyon. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you have if you're t- actually that, that seen it. Ooh, yeah well you know it's uh, was Carl uh, Malden um, was in Spartacus yes and then Carl Malden was also on the streets of San Francisco with his son uh, Michael Douglas okay and Carl Malden was on. It said in He's like you know as a younger guy there's this handsome guy with his dimpled chin and I'm an older guy and there's handsome guy right. with his dimpled chin yep. this dimpled chin is just cha- you know it's just following me around and it's like that Douglas chin
2: pretty much I'll do you every time yep. um
1: one of my favorite depictions of Kirk Douglas uh, was his was was his version of uh, Michelangelo on uh, Tiny Toons?
2: Yeah, no, it wasn't no, it wasn't Tiny Toons. It was, it was Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Mm. Animaniacs. That was what I was trying yeah. to remember because uh, the whole time we're talking, I'm getting that correlation in my head too. I'm like, he was in a he was in a cartoon where they really made fun. it was just a yeah. caricature, and I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, uh-huh. I Animaniacs. Thought it was, I thought it was originally the Huntsman in in Freakazoid, but it's not. The Huntsman is actually a caricature of Charlton Heston. Yes. I'm going to give you both geek points e- for both of those.
1: <laughs> Way
0: pulling it out.
2: Right. There. Right. There you go. <laughs> no, but I do remember that. Yeah. I actually saw. I actually saw that. Yeah. I, that recently.
1: Was, I haven't seen it recently, but I remember watching that episode and I was just like, because he's like, oh, yeah,
2: got We've got to paint the ceiling, you know, and he's like, and he's all tortured about it. And he's like, I don't know what to paint. And the Warner Brothers and, and the Warner sister show up and they're like, you know, oh, there's naked people up there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's dirty. <laughs> that show was way ahead of its time. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Was incredible. So
2: we, so we
0: lift our glasses. Yes, we lift
1: our glasses. Uh, he lived to the age of a hundred and something. May we all see that many hey, years and fill them as much as he did. Yep. Absolutely, Lahaim.
0: So what else is going on in geek world?
2: Um, I just beat a video game the other day. Oh yeah, <laughs> you beat a video game Friday night. Uh, Friday night, uh, I did. Got you it for- use your game genie or I game did shark? Not use the game genie. Um but god I wish I had it. Like <laughs> for that for this one it would have made it a lot a easier. Thing? No, okay. it is not.
1: Thank god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking cheaters. That's cheating. It is,
2: but I still did it. <laughs> no, there were certain games that you just couldn't do it without. I'm sorry the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is unbeatable unless you have the game, Genie. It is so goddamn hard. That was
1: uh, that was a tough one.
2: It was, right? There's a bunch of them that are like that. But anyway, I digress. Um, so uh, I bought it for myself for Christmas. <laughs> Which game? <laughs> um, the uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game. Ooh. It was actually, this is a fantastic game just for the storyline and the pacing and the way they do the, um, uh, the the way they actually do the voice acting and stuff like that. They, they actually do, it's full mocap they use the actual actors the voice actors for them um the main character cal kestis is he's a um he's now a a grown man but he was a a padawan uh who escaped order 66 oh and you actually see him you actually see they play through that whole set where he's trying to i mean like he watches his master die in front of him Mm. they use the original music from the the order 66 moment in Mm. the game yes that look on your face right now is the same look i had the entire time i'm just like it it was it was a tear it was a tear-jerking moment you know absolutely um but and and he he basically he learns to you know he escapes and learns to uh hide his force sensitivity He's like he's like I don't want to be part of it. He actually blames himself for his master's death mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So he becomes like a junker uh, on on he's on a breaker planet, right? So they're like they're breaking ships down and like junk, you know, like mm-hmm. like uh, salvage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he gets embroiled in this whole like this whole plot to find a Jedi holocron that has the, all of the names of the future. Uh, force sensitive children for like the next like fifty years or something like that is 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 like is, is on this this holocron. Oh wow and and it's actually in canon because uh the um uh the the what do they call it the, the Inquisitor sisters are in it as well. Vader's in it. Oh wow like it's a ridiculous it's a ridiculously good game. Neat. Um <clears throat> it plays out like uh it's the it's Star Wars version of Dark Souls. It's uh which if anybody's ever mentioned it to you i know you guys aren't really big modern gamers at all but uh dark souls is an amazing game series as well stupid hard um no the the they they actually made it made those games with the intention of evoking um the old feelings of like the old eight bit games from the past that were just like we mentioned ninja turtles Mm -hmm. is really hard the mega man games were stupid hard like all these games that had that really really tested your skills as a gamer Uh, They wanted to do that again because they thought that gaming was getting a little soft, you know, Mm. so so that's what that's what Jedi Order does is, uh, or Fallen Order does is is um, like like if you're fighting against stormtroopers, right? Like there's like you've got your lightsaber, right? And there's like you're going down this hallway, and yes, you can deflect stuff. You mm-hmm. can't deflect everything, right? Because if you're deflecting, like if there's there's three stormtroopers in the back and they're shooting at you with their with their blasters, there's um, there's three scout troopers coming at you with stun stun batons. Oof. So now you have to figure out which ones you're going to fight first. And do you fight at all? Do you tuck and roll? Do you run? Do you like treat, retreat to a safe distance? You really have to think about it.
1: Listen, if Star Wars has taught me anything, you don't worry about deflecting the Stormtrooper <laughs> blaster bolts because they're going to miss you anyway. Well,
2: I, they're actually a little bit more accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I question the canonness of this.
2: But um, but the voice acting is really good in it. The, like, the actual actors that they used, the, the main character, Cal Kestis, um, and I'm trying to remember his name right now, and I'm going to look it up right now. Um, he is played by uh, the gentleman who who played um, Jerome on Gotham, who ended up being like the Joker oh, character, oh, okay. Cameron Monaghan. Okay. Monaghan, Mon- Mon- Monaghan, Mon- right? Monaghan. Yeah. Is it okay? Uh, yeah. He, he plays he plays the main character Cal. Oh, yeah.
0: That kid is an interesting kid. He really, really he's, is. He's coming I'm,
2: up doing some neat stuff. He really is. I mean, I was blown away by his Joker. Mm-hmm. By his, well, Jerome. Let's, you know, he's not really. He's, he is the Joker, but they, if you yeah. ask if you ask the producers, he's not the Joker. He's, he's fucking the Joker, Joker. bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like saying, you know, Pr- Prometheus isn't a prequel to Aliens. Yes, it is.
2: Yes, it yeah, is. Yes,
1: yes. <laughs> it is. I saw a goddamn face hugger in it.
2: It's from, yeah. It's aliens, bro. It's the ship. It's the it's, ship it's they aliens, find. Bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. But um, but the cool thing is, you beat the game, and then you get like this whole thing about where uh, uh, it's a bunch of videos on the making of it and stuff like that. So oh, you great. actually get to sit down. There's like interviews where you see them on like mocap dots and stuff, and they have the camera in their face, and and it's just it's really awesome how gaming now nowadays is a legitimate media uh-huh. medium. Uh You know, it's a legit, it's, 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 it's a legitimate method of storytelling. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and from start to finish, like watching this or, you know, because, and I say watching it because yes, I am playing through it, but there are moments where you're just like, (gasps) amazing yeah. but, you know well
0: that's like i don't i don't want i don't play, play video <laughs> games because my eyes won't let me but right i used to love sitting and watching and watching video games people right. for the story you've watched yeah. me play many
1: yes. <laughs> well, i mean there's that and i like we you know you go to the movies and of course you have to sit through like commercials and like the pre-movie yeah. programming and you know so like it's before they like have lowered the lights for the actual trailers and there's all the time they'll run like an, an ad for a video game and kayla's like is this, is this a movie coming out? Is this right. an animated movie coming out? was like no, no. This That's is a, a trailer for for a game, and yeah.
2: it's like wow. I mean, they even like they even used his face for it. Like they the, they you know used his face for the character. So oh, it's neat. basically it's Cameron Monaghan. It like yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's a new droid that I swear to God would be the gr- he's a rival for BB-8 as in cuteness. Oh no, his name is BD-1, okay. and he's like this little biped thing Aww. that it, that through the game. Um, sits on his shoulder.
3: Uh
0: And,
2: and, uh, like over his shoulder, and he's your.
1: He's your. So Space Wizard has a familiar, is what you're saying?
2: Basically. He's, yeah, he's a Space <laughs> Wizard familiar. Um, he's your, your hacker, your slicer, your, uh, okay. you know, uh, he, he's the one who scans things and, like, alerts you, like, if like you miss something. Yeah. yeah, sort of. Like, but, but, he, and he beeps and he's like, he, he, he'll, he'll just kind of woo. And you'll look over there, he's like, and you'll hear. Cal go, what is a BD, you know, uh-huh. and you go over and he'll alert you to someplace, some something that you missed, you know, like oh. a like a little like cachet or something, you know, That's of,
0: cool.
2: of, you know, so it's, it's such a good game.
0: I want droids in my life.
2: Right. We all need droids in our lives. We really do. We all you need know. to figure droids out what's going on with
1: RV. But, you know,
0: yeah, we, we have our little <laughs> Roomba esque device that that we call RVT2. Have you taped a, um, a knife to it and let it fight the cats? No, no. No, we like our cats. We would like to keep our cats intact. No, no. And the cats have not decided to ride it yet either. Yeah. So. Well, that's just a wasted opportunity in right? my opinion. I, I want to put googly eyes on it. Like that's my, <laughs> it needs googly eyes. Like a little like bee antenna? Well, like. yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> just we're at grownups,
1: way. people. We're grownups. It's
2: a we're, lie. We're complete idiots, everybody. Uh <laughs> Okay, so, so video game—that's super. So, cool. so you, you beat, beat Fallen it.
1: Order. I beat
2: Fallen Order. Uh, I was—I uh, don't know if it's if they're going to do. It, it, they left it open for a sequel. I don't know if they're going to do it. Um, the replayability—I eh. uh, would say that it, it could be a replayable game if you decided you want to kind of like torture yourself with like going through because like it's it's once you beat a section you can still go back to the section but everything resets like all the monsters and stuff are Mm -hmm. are there again you have to basically go do it again you can't just go
0: wander around because you've cleared everything out right right
2: and it's kind of like you know do you really want to pull out your hair again you know doing all that stuff Mm -hmm. uh yes you do know what to do but is it really worth Mm. for that chest way up there that you missed on that ledge right you know if you're a completionist yeah there's plenty to do afterward Um, visually it is a
0: stunning game
2: it is gorgeous there's a whole section you collect parts for for different lightsabers throughout the game oh, cool. uh, emitter crystals emitters uh, uh uh handles you know all kinds of uh different uh lightsaber they call it they call it lightsaber materials uh so you can change the color of the alloy of the lightsaber that you're using mm-hmm. uh you can uh, uh change you can the entire spectrum of colors with the exception of red <laughs> mm-hmm. you cannot have a red crystal uh, which kind of pissed me off a little bit uh,
1: because there isn't a red crystal it's the dark side breaking the actual kyber crystals that's the in canon explanation for the red sith lightsaber is that the geek point <sighs> that? it is all right.
0: <laughs> Fine. Yes. <laughs> Be that way. But,
1: but the, the the game doesn't do doesn't doesn't give you the ability to to go down the Sith path. Does
2: not at all. Mm. Does not at all. It 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 doesn't even deal with the whole like. I figured because it was because it's something so close to it was released so close to uh, the last mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Rise, sort of Skywalker. Of Rise of Skywalker that they would have gone for a much more um, balance of the force kind mm-hmm. of uh, message mm-hmm. to it. And it really mm-hmm. wasn't. It was the whole like, you know, f- you know, dark light versus dark. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. The usual stuff. Not a bad story at all by any stretch. Uh, it's a story about betrayal. It's a, a story about you know, um, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> good versus evil, that right. kind of stuff. About about uh, redemption, you know, stuff. It's really, really good. It's mm-hmm. really, really good. Uh, so,
0: so highly recommended by the geekies. Highly go recommended. It, go play
2: it. It's a short game. It's that's the only. That's my only. That's the only thing I can say about it is that it's a short game, and the replayability isn't high. Okay, you know what I mean. Whereas the other game that I spent the rest of the weekend playing (laughs) (laughs) is highly replayable. Oh, yeah? And that's uh, Borderlands 3. I've been hearing a lot about the Borderlands game. You would love the storyline, the characters. You would love to sit and watch this game played. Okay. It's a first-person shooter, right? Uh Uh-huh. And it's... it's mad max in space is what it is all right it's I'm its i am here for that it's a planet it takes place on a planet called pandora uh and um are it's, there
1: blue cat people on it there
2: are not and thank christ <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised they haven't actually t- figured out a way to work that joke in because the game is full of just jokes and like in jokes and puns yeah. and all kinds of
1: full Pro- of it um, probably probably afraid james Cameron will get upset with them and
2: yeah, pro- well, they've already made several Star Wars references, which is hilarious. Okay. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's it's
2: amazing. But the the basic the basis is that that uh, on this planet. Uh, which is basically just a, like a wasteland. Like there is no fucking way anybody in their right minds would live on this planet. Right. And yet, and yet it's full of uh, it's full of like bandits and marauders uh. and, you know, psychopaths and stuff like that. And people that think they can eck out a living there. Like, and, and uh, it, you know, this attracts the right kind of people. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, and there's like a legend about a place called the vault uh, about these vaults all over this planet. And uh, nobody's really sure what's in them. It could be either be riches, it could be power, it could be a monster that destroys the world. It could be, you know, just about anything you can think of. And you play a character call you play a um, one of four different characters uh, that you can choose from in, in each in each version of the game. There's four, you know, four different. Uh, and uh, they're called Vault Hunters. And that's their job. They're like mercenaries, hired guns, you know, who are basically looking for the vault. Gotcha. Uh, looking to open the vault.
1: Playing and, a super dangerous game of uh, Monty Hall's uh, um, Let's Make a Deal. Let's Make a Deal.
2: Absolutely. <laughs>
1: you want to find out what's behind door number one? <laughs> Terrible space monster.
2: It, that's Honestly, that was the end of the first game. Like, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> you open the door, you open the vault, and there's this giant fuck-off, like, Sarlacc-looking thing on the other side that just tries to eat everything, like, big ah. tentacle, like, kind of Cthulhu-type thing. You kill it, it drops a fuck-ton of loot and you and then the
3: game's over well you you replay the game you know do you get to keep the loot yeah you get to keep everything you had before i was gonna say
1: it's like it's like oh you here you killed the big monster it gives you all this cool stuff and game over yeah well
2: i mean you know (laughs) well the i mean the whole like 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 the whole basis of of the these games are the replayability of there's always the because uh the the loot that you get from it the gun the guns the the weapons the uh, uh you know, power the, the grenades armor? the armor yeah, yeah the, your shields and stuff they're all based on on uh random number generator right so you don't know what you're gonna get you could start off the game kill your first guy and he drops a a, a legendary gun you know or he could
1: drop nothing. You know, he dropped the knife, right? You got a whole knife,
2: right? He drops a clip, a clip of ammo and you pick that up. Right. Or you could, you could shoot the guy and he drops the best gun in the game. You know, he just happened to have it on him. Didn't shoot you with it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Christ. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean like that's, that's, that's how the games run and the, the characters in it are so great. The it actually has one of the greatest villains in any video game. Like I'm a huge villain person. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy, there's a character, his name is handsome Jack and he is hilarious. Uh, He taunts the players constantly. Like the first time you actually hear him is in the second game and he's taunting the players and you can hear him just like, he's like, "Mm, you guys are going to die. You guys suck. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And he's just (laughs) like, he's eating while telling me, he's like, you guys are terrible. And then the last thing he does before he
1: signs off is he goes, Oh, he's, Pretzels suck. Like, <laughs> I. On a, on a similar note, uh, I remember when Jeremy was younger and he had the Arkham Asylum Jeremy As- being my youngest son. Yeah. And he had the Arkham Asylum game. Yeah. And, like, he'd be doing, jo- you know, playing you through, and, like, all of a sudden the Riddler starts, you know, taunting him oh, yeah. or Joker's taunting oh, him yeah. or whatever. It's like, I was like, well, that's, that's really badass. Like, yeah. That's, that's, that's a way to keep infuriating you. Uh, I, oh, I did. I remember the one time I think Jason was playing, also your son, mm-hmm. um, and he was he was stuck in one section trying to like get through a fight with I forget who, and he was having a problem with like so it was like third or fourth time through and it was the same. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's
2: yeah, that's... yeah, to get the same taunt over and over <laughs> again that just gets in the back of your head and you're just gonna want to just throw the controller, <laughs> which I've done. is is that the dangers of the
1: wireless wireless controller easier to throw throw that's why why
2: Nintendo thought ahead and put like uh, tethers on the Wii motes well Uh, Well, because there's a lot of motion like you know I
1: would imagine somewhere in the focus group they were doing the uh, some of the Wii games back in the day and someone pitched a remote into one of the TVs and I was like "Mm, I don't need to put a wrist strap on that yeah
3: yeah
2: exactly (laughs) Exactly. No. But
0: the regular like PS controllers and stuff like that don't have wrist straps. They should, too. I can't tell you how many times I've heard one of my kids drop one and then curse something broke or cracked or scratched. Son or- of a
3: bitch! <laughs> yeah.
2: Honestly, those things are really fragile. Like, And you, they really shouldn't be. I mean, I remember when you and I, when, when we were kids, like that old 8-bit Nintendo controller, you could swing that around and crack your sister in the head with it. And it would be perfect. And you, you know just wiped first-hand. the blood off. Well... <laughs>
1: I, I, yeah, no. Those the the original you could stomp those. things. The original NES controllers are really were tough. Really, really um brilliant. Even I had was the the max controller. Yeah. Because that was the and and like that was tough. Um, <laughs> it, I wore out thumb pads quicker than I you know wore out that <laughs> controller.
2: The old eight bit Nintendos are like the old uh, Nokia phones. You could just you know, <laughs> yeah you, yeah. You could build a house. Out of however, Nokia phone. However, the.
1: The, the, the actual like deck itself like you get the cartridges and sooner or later that spring started to go and then you'd have to start figuring out what to yeah. wedge in there to keep the connection going because there's nothing worse like in the middle of legend of zelda 2 and it the, the spring loosens just Ka-chunk. enough and you're like yeah and you're like oh yeah
2: and th- then the screen starts blinking red and black
1: and you're like <gasps>
0: oh, no oh that sounds terrible well, no
1: generally, save points yeah, oh. and generally, generally that also meant that whatever your whatever you had saved in the game, yeah, was had just been wiped out.
2: Absolutely, that happened to me today. I'm playing, I'm playing Borderlands, and uh, we had we had a power outage in the neighborhood, and Ooh. and I hadn't, I was about to, I'm walking into a boss fight, and, oh, shit. and like they're showing the cinematic, and the power went out, and I went, oh really?
1: Well, you know the other thing, <laughs> and was, my
2: wife is sitting on the couch. <laughs> She's sitting on the couch, look she just looks up because she's she's so over video games. Like she's so done with everything. She's sitting on her phone. She I goes, understand Pam. She she didn't even look up at me. She goes, Oh, is that bad? Click, click, click. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, honey, it's bad.
1: Um, you know, but the other thing with, with the old Nintendo was is like when something like with that 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 slight disconnection occurred, not only did like the game that you were playing, did you lose your save point, but there was very often a chance that it would wipe out all the saved games on there. Right? Oh shit! So like you you turn it back on and you're back at. Well, the reason
2: is, is because those because games back then uh, on those cartridges, they had a they had an internal save battery. Yeah. They had like a, they had actually had a real battery in it that yeah. would that would constantly keep that game saved. Huh. And that's why, like, you get these games nowadays. Like you can go back, you can go and find like on Amazon or whatever. You can find an old cartridge of Legend of Zelda or, you know, whatever game you want that that you could save your game on, put it in. And none of those saves will be there. Like, you know, because just the battery, the internal battery mm. just died. So yeah. it mm-hmm. does all the saves are gone. That's
0: interesting.
2: You know? I didn't
1: yeah. know that's how yeah. they worked. Yeah. So when when it would short out, when which is basically what happened. What
2: it is, it shorts out. There's a power surge it just yeah. wipes and it everything. just wipes it out. Yeah. So like,
1: oh, we used to play Super Tecmo Bowl, and uh, <laughs> oh man, there was nothing worse. You're in the middle of season. The the cartridge would slip, and you're like,
2: damn it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna have to try to beat this game again as the Detroit Detroit Lions. So. <laughs> This is the Barry Sanders uh, run and gun oh, Detroit God. Lions.
2: Well, See, you had real aspirations back then, didn't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. My this,
1: brother played this, SD Houston Oilers oh. with Warren Moon.
0: Nice. See, this is probably why i it's best that I didn't play video games when I was young, because I already had anger issues. <laughs> I did not need that kind of frustration in my life. Well, Things yeah. would have broken. It would have been bad. I, I get
2: it. <laughs> I get it. You
1: know. But it also, there was also a certain kind of, I think, was also the birth of like the DIY culture as well. Because, mm, like, we learned how to do it ourselves. Yeah. You'd figure out all sorts of, like, okay. So my dad was in flooring for 40 something years. So our coasters at home were basically uh, hard rubber back carpet that yeah. had been cut into circles. Yeah. Um, which is perfect. You could bend it and get that into the Nintendo. And it would just enough pressure to keep it in connection. It was the perfect shape and size. And it would go right in. Go. And, and yeah. And I was like, my mom was like, we used to have more coasters. I was like, well, we, we borrowed one, mom.
2: Well, well, do you remember why we became DIY like that?
1: Because uh, we were poor. <laughs> well, well, it was. Yes,
2: absolutely. We were, yes, we were all, you know it was the 80s yet we were all still like (laughs) money (laughs) but um but at the same time uh uh i remember if if my nintendo had a problem or something like that
1: oh there was nobody fix it there was nobody
2: to fix those things they had a number you would call on the bottom of the on the bottom of the console to japan (laughs) well no 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 you it was first of all it was an international call
1: it wasn't free no, absolutely not. It wasn't a toll-free number. But then but then uh was it uh Nintendo Insider? Yeah. Uh they there was a number which went to the Seattle office. Right. Um which still was not a free call. No,
2: definitely not.
1: Um and yeah, that was and, uh, Yeah,
2: and it was like and and there, it was like, "Well, did you do this?" "Yes." "Okay, well, you're going to have to send
1: it back to us." Um, and it Geek was like for Andy though for for the for the location of the of the right. the, the help number for Good job. Thank you. <laughs> But, but yeah it, yeah, was, yeah, it was,
2: there was no way there was, first of all, no way in hell I'm sending my console back. Like I'm not sending it back. I'm not going to be without my console for weeks at a time, months while they figure out what's wrong with it. And then maybe not send it back yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Like,
1: first of all, tr- trying to convince your parents that you need to ship something international. Well, okay. <laughs> right. First, try to convince your parents that you need to make, listen, back in the day, like mom, this number is, is in Seattle. Can we call it? No. Nope. Nope. Well, you may not. Yeah. See, kids, back in the day, do you have long any distance. Idea what that's going to cost? <laughs> yeah, long distance calling was expensive. Yeah. And yeah. long oh.
2: distance calling. Are you
1: insane? What are we the? Wait, <laughs> are we, the Rockefellers? Rockefellers? <laughs> that was
0: always the one. Are we the Rockefellers? <laughs> okay, so we're old. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you know what's funny? My grandmother would do the similar thing, but it was what are we the Roosevelts? And I was like, is that? I...
2: We're the hawks. No, like,
1: you're, you're, you're 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 an Amarose, so so hmm. so,
2: uh, so. Long story short, you said you know you you learned how to DIY yours. Um, I attempted to DIY mine, uh, and um, the the tray wouldn't mm. come back up at once I put it back together. Oh no! Yeah. So
0: you like took it apart and tried to fix it? Eh. Yeah.
2: Actually, I ended up giving it to my sister. Well, because <laughs> no, because right around that time, it was like. Uh, it was, it was like, then Super Nintendo had just come out. So I got a Super Nintendo and I forgot about my, Oh, you're,
1: you're one of Uh, the lucky, one of the blessed. Well, yeah. I mean, I got it like two years after it came out, but yeah, no, I, I remember when it like came out and friends were getting, I was like, Hey mom, can I get Super Nintendo? Well, can you play all those games? I spent money on for you for those past, you know, how many Christmases? No, you know, no, you you couldn't. And my mom was like, well, then you're going to keep playing these. I'll get you all the games you want. From you know, from wherever. But if if my parents said that to me, I would have been like, yes, I beat them all. They're right here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> keeping you in games was like keeping some kids in books. Like pretty keeping much. me in books. no, no I
2: read too. Come on, I wasn't saying just you like, didn't read. Just I, I I read more than I played, honestly.
0: Well, you've always been an uh, avid reader. Well, I mean, all of us are. Yeah,
1: I mean, that was. I remember one time I got in trouble. and i was like, "No TV, no video games." And like later on, she came walking by the my no reading no no she came by walking by the bedroom door. And she's like, "So you know, do have you you know? Is your punishment made you think about it?" I was like, "I had like you know one of the Narnia books that I was reading." She was, I was like, "Ah, "I'm reading, yeah." Yeah." And I was like, "I knew I put my parents into like that one of those the 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 Kobayashi Maru of parenting." Uh This (laughs) is because you don't want to take your. I can't discourage, can't discourage him from reading, (laughs) but I need to find a way to punish him for what he did wrong.
0: Yeah, that that was a real hard one for me was, as a parent was was taking away books. I could never, I couldn't do it.
2: So I remember one year I got I got I got into trouble really bad for like fighting at school. Um, my parents didn't really know what to do with me just because I had a really hot temper and I fought with a lot of kids. Basically, I just couldn't keep my mouth shut. They started fights with me,
3: Nothing and I finished
2: them. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, so I got I got, I got son,
1: I got, your ass is writing checks mouth right and checks your ass can't check. actually my ass was
2: was cashing them pretty well wow. i mean yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. but um but still I, I i experienced my fair amount of bullying and whatnot too um but uh but i remember one time i got in trouble really bad at school they suspended me um and uh when they let me back in mom was like you're 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 so not gonna be coming home every day like and watching tv and delivery. you're gonna do your home what, she banished me to the den Uh, in our in our this was like elementary school right so we literally had our little den with had like a couch a table um, and uh, my dad's stereo on one side and the record collection on the other right and she's like she's like you do your homework and uh you don't get to you don't get to read you don't get to watch tv mm. no drawing mm. you get to sit on that couch we will serve you dinner and then once you're done with dinner you get to go to bed Oof. yeah that was like a week of this
3: Oof. right my mom was like
2: i would never do that to you like later on this was like i, I, I would never do that to you i'm like it it happened woman i said i remember it like i didn't dream this up and, so I'm sitting there like and I remember I was sitting on the couch and my parents are in the other room. They're watching TV and stuff like that. And I just kind of looked one day I just started going through my dad's albums like and that's kind of like what introduced me to a lot of music was was Very I just cool. started, to, like, you know, you know, dad would come in and go, what are you looking at? I'm like, I don't know, I'm looking at your records, I'm really sorry, you know. Can I look at this? He's like, Yeah. And like he, he looked <laughs> down the hallway. Looking. glance at my mom. Yeah, go ahead. You know? And and he like he 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 managed to actually kind of like hook it up and bring me the headphones, the big fat headphones, right? Oh, oh, yeah. I loved those. Yeah, and just and he goes he goes, just put them away when you're done. So like oh. I mean, I listened to a lot of, that was my first Pink Floyd experiences. That was my first, you know, Zeppelin and and you know, just stuff that I just never knew oh. about, you know, it was amazing. So so, thanks for grounding me, Mom.
1: <laughs> so, Kay, <laughs> Yo, what's? Uh, I've talked enough, Kay. Yeah, <laughs> what's your? What's your? What, what, do you, what do you have for geek news? Uh,
0: well, I, I fell down an interesting little hole this week um, and did some research. Um, I discovered the the new Lego show.
1: That would be Lego Masters yes. on Fox. Lego
0: Masters on Fox, and and um, they're evil and giving us one episode at a time.
1: You mean like the way regular television operates? It's, it's, it's so
0: outdated. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, um, so I started to do a little research because I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." There's some really interesting people, you know, kind of behind this and working with this and stuff.
1: So, so explain the show for for those who don't.
0: For those of you who have not watched this show, and shame on you for not it's watching this. show. Lego Masters on Fox. They've had two episodes. Two Wait, episodes
1: out. So, um,
0: so it is a reality competition show. In which uh, teams of two... You've already lost me. ...that are professional Lego builders okay. or or hobbyists um, are given challenges to build Lego stuff. Right. Um, and it's interesting because, I mean, the the host is Will Arnett, you know, okay. who we know as as Batman from the Lego movies as well as uh, BoJack Horseman, and he was on TMNT. He played um, Horst, the German sous-chef and Ratatouille, a bunch of other stuff uh interesting guy voice actor um is the is the uh the host and he's he's just funny and a lot of fun and then the two judges um jamie beard and amy Amy corbett are uh actual employees of lego and are are like the design masters and stuff like that of lego um jamie's been working for like 13 years for lego he's um, does a lot of the real life translated to Lego stuff. Okay. So that's kind of like his specialty. He does like the little towns and cities and all of those crazy things that kind of, uh, that, see, you know, Lego see sets
2: that, that stuff would, in, would really interest me about the show. Mm-hmm. Like the actual competition part of it, honestly, I couldn't
0: care less. Well, it's I'll get into it. It's kind of interesting how they do it. Right. Um, they, they bring some twists and stuff to it that make it more interesting than just build a horse or, you know, whatever the hell. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then A.B., she is the senior design manager for Lego right um, and a, re- a beautiful really interesting person and she's just she's really cool so they're the judges and the idea is is that you um not only are they just being given, you know, challenges, you know, build this or build that, mm-hmm. but they're throwing twists into these things that make it really interesting. Uh, the first one, they did the classic amusement park, you know, build an amusement park type thing, okay, um, which was fun and it was cute. Uh, the second one. The, I well, think, the
1: requirement for the amusement park was it had to have a moving feature
0: oh okay yeah right. so it had to move it had to work so it's like a lego technic kind of thing right Okay. Um, the second one was was really a lot of fun and really interesting um, you had to build something with the express purpose of understanding that it was going to be destroyed okay and there were three mes- methods of destruction it was either baseball bat <clears throat> being dropped from the balcony or explosives and they got to they like randomly picked which one they were going to get
2: I would have gone for baseball bat and only if I could be the one to hit it <laughs>
3: Well,
0: well, Will Arnett got to be the one to hit it because he is no dice
1: the Batman
0: because he is the Batman no
1: dice. Sorry,
0: (laughs) Um, But it was it was really, really cool and interesting how knowing that you're going to destroy the piece and that it has to have some kind of spectacular spectacular spectacle something to the destruction. It had to tell a story on top of that. And yeah, all of those things yeah. made it really, really interesting, and it's really a lot of fun. Me and Bialik uh, was the the um, celebrity host okay. for the second one. She kind of just, I don't know, it was weird. Like she came, she hung out for a little bit, and she left.
2: That's 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 old school Blossom for the people yeah. that, that don't remember. That. Or <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, what's the name of her character on, uh, on was on Big I don't Bang
2: know, Theory? But Blossom's a better show
1: than Big
0: Bang Theory.
2: Absolutely, we'll get into that later. We'll
0: agree to disagree on that one, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> on
1: a very special episode of Blossom. <laughs> that's it. Ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whoa um, but but she's also like she has a degree in neuroscience I, I, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna give a Joey Lawrence uh, <laughs> geek point to Andy for his whoa that was a good whoa a good haven't idea. heard a good whoa like that since
3: 1992
1: nice <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a good whoa since 1992
0: <laughs> Um, So I just I really enjoyed it because it was such a different twist I mean on Lego I mean we all grew up with Lego we all grew up playing with Legos or or some version thereof, Tinker Toys Lincoln Logs something like that it sparked our imaginations from the time we were all very young but to see this kind of interesting twist in these builders right. Holy cow. Some of the stuff they're
1: coming up with. Watching, I watched it with Kalo, of course. And it's like, but for competition wise, it's like, okay, you got 15 hours. Start building. I'm like, I don't. I don't know if I could like. I would be dead at the end of fifteen hours. Like, yeah, um, yeah. They
0: give them an extended <laughs> amount of time. Well, that's good.
1: But yeah. it's like sh- it's like straight though. It's not like um, like say uh, face off where it's like okay, you got eight hours today and you got eight hours tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. It's you got fifteen hours right now. Right now, go. Can Can, can I ask a question from a from you guys? Have seen what
2: the first two episodes? Yeah, the right? first two okay. episodes. I haven't seen it. I've se- listened to you describe it to me, and mm-hmm. I've seen the commercials for it. Mm-hmm. Right? Can I ask a question from an objective, like slightly cynical point of view? Mm-hmm. Of course. How does this show differ from uh, *Forge of Fire* on History Channel or any of the other myriad? Cooking competition shows that are on the Food Network. It doesn't. It's very similar. It's the same exact it's thing. The same except kind with, of thing. With, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it's the
0: same formula. as just right. about any reality yeah. competition okay. show. It's the same kind of. You know, at the end, somebody's eliminated. Right. You know, they come down to the champion. They even have the the um the first episode instead of an elimination. Right. They did it for what they call the golden brick, and whoever has the golden brick can at any point turn in the golden prick for immunity. So it even has the immunity feature. Yeah. Like it's very similar to any other reality yeah. show. It's just fun because it's Lego. I,
1: I think okay. I think the other difference for me compared to other competition shows is um it doesn't seem to be as much Like they don't seem to be as backbitey or no,
0: there isn't. There isn't the whole smack talk thing. There's not a lot of the. Well, no, that's that's
1: cool because
2: you know it should be a whole. Yeah, um, it's it's,
0: supportive. Like, oh, that looks really awesome. Right? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: it's 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 sort of like you know. There's one team
0: that teases another team just a little bit, but it's still friendly. Yeah, it's
1: sort of like standard standard American reality competition show meets some of the. Congeniality of the British baking show. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: it's interesting. I'm actually seeing because we I, I have a thing for reality competition shows. Okay. And I'm seeing a trend because it used to be that the American shows, like you said, were very, very aggressive, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of smack talk. They're starting there to back a off lot now. Of, And the the British shows, the the Great British Baking Show and things like that, where they are kind to each other and nice to each other yeah. and support each other and all of those things, yeah. have kind of started a trend, and even the American shows are kind of picking up on. Yeah. Yeah. that because honestly there's a there's a section of people that want to see that but for the most part that doesn't make that really doesn't make for fun yeah you know it's much better to see these people who I, actually are kind to it yeah
1: other. i i think i think uh, you know i've seen stuff you know we we seem to be an age of almost prescriptive cruelty it's nice to see people being you know kind to each other supporting each other it's like you like uh, in the second episode, one of the teams was transporting. It, it's the same like in the British Bake Off, where like they have to transport their you know magnificent right, cooking right. thing it over has to
2: be over to the judges' table. Yeah, yeah. so they're it has they're to tra- make the trip. Yeah.
1: yeah, so they're making this trip with the this giant Lego thing. And if you're, you remember the the Lego mat, the the the, the, yeah. the was very thin and yeah. flimsy. And these folks are putting like I don't know I think that, that like thing that probably be like 40, 50 pounds worth of Lego <laughs> on it. And it's like two kind of stuck together and they were <coughs> wobbling. And there was a break, you know, some of the pieces moved and broke and you could see the other teams like, Oh, Just cringing for you them. know, Just be like, Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not yay. There's broke. So they're definitely going to be the ones going home, you know, which you, maybe five years ago, 10 years ago, that's what you would have seen on a reality program.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what? You know, I, I, I watched, uh, the last, the last actual, um, Reality show I can actually say I actively watched that that mattered to me in some way was uh, and I haven't really watched one with gusto ever since was um the season of forged in fire with our friend Ilya where he just destroyed everybody in yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah in one
0: episode that was the very first season
2: yeah it was the very yeah. first season yeah. and i swear to god i don't care i'm sorry i know if you guys are if you guys are out there listening to us you know any of those guys who competed against him i'm sorry our friend beat you so badly <laughs> he's you you guys had no chance from the start i'm sorry <laughs>
0: Hi, Elia, we love you. We love you. Um, (laughs) But yeah, there's there's actually some really, really interesting stuff along that way coming out and, and I would love to see more of it, especially when it comes to the geek community. There was a cosplay one. Yeah. A while ago. And yeah, fi did it. Yeah, and it had a couple of seasons, one or two seasons, and then it kinda went away. And I'd love to see more of that stuff come back. And I know it's not geeky, but for those of you out there who are into it, Next in Fashion was amazing. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: That is definitely geeky. That well, okay. So
0: Tan geeky. France of Queer Eye and um uh, Alexa, Alexa. Chung Chung. Geek point to Kayla for knowing that. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, no
0: Um they did. They did a show called Next in Fashion. It was a reality reality competition show around uh, runway fashion that was exquisite. It was just so well done and so cute. Um, and it was it was really interesting. And again, it was that spirit of of camaraderie and that they cared about each other. But anyway, um, so yeah, that was that was a really really well done show, and it was a lot of fun. And I want to be in that fabric room. <laughs>
1: really, um, I, uh... I I heard I heard Next in Fashion described as. Project Runway, but with all the materials that the designers actually needed, so that they weren't scraping by and doing all sorts of yeah, you know, all yeah. sorts of scrambling and stuff. Which that was one of the things that bothered me with with Project Runway at a time. So it's like you you want these guys to you want these contestants to make you you know beautiful clothing, but it's like okay, you've got a hundred dollars to go to the uh, mm-hmm. well, to that the, was to the clothing part of store the
0: challenge, and that's yeah. another kind of sub-genre of reality competition shows
1: resource management. is resource management yeah. and whether
0: or not you have all the tools in the world or you're limited by budget and tools you know and creativity sometimes pops out of those limitations yeah wow. I
2: like guys grocery games like that that's a great show I don't know that one. No, no. Guy Fieri, you know, yeah. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Uh, I know who he is, but yeah I, yeah, I don't watch a lot of cooking shows. Well, yeah, he does. He does like a. He does a. It's a competition where you know
1: it's, it's like, like supermarket sweep meets cooking show. Sort
2: of. It's like his own little uh, supermarket where they do a, co- a cooking competition. And sometimes, like, each, like, they do three rounds, and each one is like a different game to him. And he's just like, you know, this evil little, like, you know, <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> like, this time you can only work through with aisles, you know, three, five, and nine, right? And, okay and aisles three and five are awesome but the third one is like baby food and feminine products and so <laughs> it's like it, no seriously it is or, or it's like or it's, or it's like you can do this you can I want you to make me something fresh but you can't use any produce you know that kind of thing like gotcha. you' can't, yeah stuff like that so it's like so yeah or or sometimes they'll he'll give them uh, I need a gourmet meal you know you can shop anywhere in the store anything you want. But you only have ten bucks, okay. to do it. With, okay, you
1: know what I mean. And and so with little, that little cutthroat kitchen going on, yeah, a little, mm-hmm. little bit,
2: little bit, a little bit. It's it's a fun show that way, you mm-hmm. know. But um,
0: yeah. So you yeah, know, so resource management type resource shows. Management, yeah, yeah. There's a, is a whole kind of, of genre subgenre of of reality competition that can be a lot of fun. And there's there's some good. I would definitely. I would like to see more FX ones i would love to see more like face off and and uh the one that jim henson did that was Mm -hmm. oh my god the creature shop one was so good yeah um and and now that it's interesting because i look at that and i look at the time period of that versus the new uh dark crystal ah yeah because the winner of that became part of the team yeah and it's like they were
1: recruiting
2: in well, a really I mean, creative in like, way. Like
1: episode one or two was, oh, make your own skeksis. Creative
0: skeksis.
2: You know, so I still haven't seen that show. I still haven't seen. All right, we, we got Star Crystal.
0: Oh, the new. Uh, mm. I'm
2: sorry. Okay. It's-
0: so when we're done here, we're gonna sit down and watch the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's you one want of those.
1: Pizza, bro,
2: <laughs> <laughs> we will no, buy pizza.
0: You watch Dark Crystal. It's
2: it's one of those things where where uh, you know Pam wanted to watch it with me, mm-hmm. and you know we just haven't been able to sync up gotcha to watch it so okay you
0: know. so well, you start bringing pam right and then we'll yeah, watch yeah yeah check yeah yeah well, now that you <laughs>
1: defeated fallen order you got some time to, to watch some dark crystals <laughs> it's
0: just saying so okay so yeah so lego masters was fun and i kind of uh got hooked on that and i am grumbly that it's one at a time but that way i get to report on more of it later on well, as, i mean
1: as the show goes on. we're having to follow regular tv schedule with picard as well so yeah they did it with the mandalorian they yeah. did do it with the yeah. Mandalorian, but man, did that make Friday so? Uh... Yes, <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> yes. And then it was that week that they gave you two chalky milk and chicky nuggets <laughs> um, and froggy frog. <laughs> froggy,
3: frog. <laughs> froggy froggy
0: froggy um, froggy. We just passed uh, Valentine's Day. Um,
2: <laughs> we don't celebrate it. We don't celebrate it.
0: We've never been like go all out Valentine's it's a cash Day grab. people. Um, but we would usually do something, and and this this year, my wonderful Joe uh, got tickets to. Um, and I thought I, I found out today again, going down a research rabbit hole. Uh, it is not Katana Comics. It is Katana. Katana. Her name is actually Katana. Okay. Um, So for those of you that know her, they're the little chibi cartoons of the girl and the guy that do all sorts of cute, lovey-dovey, mushy stuff. Um, And I think and it's cute because like almost every comic she puts out, it's at some point Joe will send to me or I will send to him and go, it's us! You know, they're very relatable.
3: Right, right. (laughs)
0: Um, So we got to go to their book signing, uh, which was um, hellish and a lot of fun. I
1: bet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it was down. we, We went down to Coral Gables to Books and Books which is an awesome local bookstore. Uh, I think they actually have a chain name. I have a couple uh, around the South Florida area, but it's, I mean, the bookstore itself. The store is beautiful. Um, Oh my God, the store is gorgeous. Like I
0: want to do my house like this
1: store. (laughs) Yeah, just, just shelving, book shelving every wall surface. Okay. Like floor uh, to ceiling. Um, they have a nice little courtyard where at, at the when we were waiting in line, there was uh, music, live music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a bar. Uh, they have a nice little cafe where you can get beverages and uh, some. Th- I mean, I think they actually have like a full kitchen stuff. So like sticky cheats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get all sorts. I mean, you can get like yourself like a nice little you know gourmet sandwich or whatever. Nice. Um, so it was the location was awesome. Um, the two and a half hours in line. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
2: was it was it like um was it like uh meeting uh uh what's his face um uh, whose name uh, just fell out of your head the 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 um the the teacher from uh uh harry potter uh
0: oh oh gildroy Gil- yeah g- Gild- gildroy, gildroy lockhart. lockhart
2: yeah was it like it was like going to meet him where everybody's like in line and stuff kind like of that? A little right. bit. kind of a
1: little yeah bit.
0: everybody's like clutching their books yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: The funny thing was, as so, so the area we were in uh, has restaurants and whatnot all around it. Yeah. So people were like, "Oh, what are you guys in line for?" And uh, some of the folks around us had some in good, true
0: geek fashion
1: had some really good responses.
2: <laughs> Your mother,
0: like, <laughs> one person yelled out, "J.K. Rowling." Oh. And, like, J.K. And like the person was like, "Really?" Oh, lord. <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, some interesting folks around us as we were waiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. A lot of just, and it was, it's the first time I think I've gone someplace. We did know someone there. Friends of ours, ours were there, but I love people watching. Being able to people watch people like us is, is always interesting. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the two young ladies behind us in line, we're having the most interesting conversation about this generation's dating issues. That was uh... oh, good lord! Don't even
0: get me
1: started. <laughs> uh. um, but it was it was a nice experience getting to uh, we, when we finally got in. They played us with wine. They gave us a a glass of a glass of wine, <laughs> which. On empty stomachs. Yeah, hot yeah. tip:
0: don't do that on an empty stomach. I made that mistake.
1: Yeah, because like
0: by the time you get through a two and a half hour line, we haven't eaten because we came straight from work. They hand us, they hand me a glass of white wine. That's it's just it's wet, it's cold. You down it and then go. Shouldn't have done yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, my like we're saying like after we're staying still in line then to go get the actual signing once we actually got into the bookstore. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, I was like, my cheeks got real warm and flushed, mm. and I was like, "Hmm, <laughs> that hit. That's hitting kind of hard." Yeah. Uh, by
2: the way, the, the name of the bookstore in Harry Potter is Flourish and Blotts. That's
1: the word. that's that's what I was yes. looking
2: yes. for.
0: Flourish and Blotts.
1: Um. But then when you get there, you know, she has been signing. The like the, the events was supposed to start at seven and end at eight thirty. It
0: was like nine.
1: It was like nine when we got in there. Um. So she wasn't just signing the books. She was. Uh, doing a little doodle. Yeah, I'll have to take books. a picture
0: and we could post it. It's so cute. It is very, very cute. But they was were Was she very stoned. nice? Was she just like... Oh, just... yeah. They were nice. They were sweet because it's her Perfect. and her boyfriend, John, yeah, and yeah. The, the comic is about the I believe the her fiancé. Fiancé yeah. now, yeah. Um, and uh, they were both there. They were both very sweet. They were talkative. It was It was a good experience overall as far as... Meeting them, yeah. you know, you never know, yeah, yeah, we yeah, they know. were
1: right, yeah, they were definitely yeah. like, Oh, what well, you have other plans, you know, what else are you doing tonight? You know, what's your plans for Valentine's Day? Blah blah blah. Like, we joked about it. you, you made the comment to him, like, Oh, your, I bet your face is gonna hurt from all the smiling you've had to do all day. I was day. like, and, Do you
0: guys go get mis- like face massages after right. this? After and John was like, Oh
1: my god, that was that's such a great idea. I wonder if we can get that. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you are in like spa spa town. Right? You spa know. Right,
2: right in the middle of Coral Gables. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm sure yeah, you can yeah.
1: find some place where someone will rub your face for sixty bucks.
2: That weird old dude on the corner over there. Well
1: I was talking about some place where they're For playing... an extra dollar
2: he'll white he'll clean your windshield. <laughs>
1: I was I was figuring some place where you know, Enya was playing and, you know, they might offer you some sparkling water and, you know, yeah, of course. hot stones or something. I don't know.
3: Hot stones.
1: <laughs> Seems like something that happens at spas. It does. <laughs> A seaweed facial or something. I don't know. It's important. You often me seaweed I can't eat this.
0: Ah, but you can. <laughs> But yeah, so they were, they were very sweet. It was a good time. Joe found an awesome restaurant afterwards, Mediterranean, Mediterranean plays. Oh, nice. Uh. So I take it you and Pam was sick and on the couch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I was sick all last week and uh, uh, Pam got up Friday morning and said, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) I even, like I said, I banished her to the couch and like, you know, she was, she's tried to been trying to stay away from me this whole time and stuff and. But it's yeah. uh-huh. hard. But it is, it's difficult. And then, you know, she just she's she's sick too. She has succumbed to the plague that you're spreading. She has some succumbed to the plague, you know. So, so that's thing? why my that's why my voice is a little deeper so I can I can get real, you know, kind of close <laughs> to you. Come on, baby.
0: So what else is going on in the geek world?
1: Well, uh well, last week, uh, two big things happened near the end of last week. One Matt Reeves, any relation? No.
3: Darn. Damn I it. No, right? <laughs> no,
2: I've no, I, I've already, I've got the the best Reeves. You do. Okay. You George. Do. Come you on. do.
1: Right, but this one, you know, we could make actually like get on the show, not, not <laughs> right? having to use a Ouija board. Pull
0: some strings.
1: <laughs> um. So Matt Reeves posted to his social media a camera test of Robert Pattinson in the bat suit yep. for the yep. Batman. Yep. Ta-da! And. Okay. Uh, thoughts andy
2: um it looks like the arkham asylum suit
1: it's a little rougher it's, it's 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 very
2: technical it's very like you know it looks like it's riveted to him kind of thing like it, very it,
1: and it looks like it but yeah. it also looks like it's like it's not finished yeah it's, no it's definitely not finished it's, it's it's like it looks like you know batsuit version 1.5 maybe
2: did you notice it had a high collar I did. I did. Like uh, like on the back of his neck. Supposedly, so I mean, I, I I uh said that so that maybe he could turn his head a little bit better. Yeah, you know that kind of thing. Cause give you neck
1: protection with without yeah. you know. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, I definitely see like if you look at at the progression of the bat suits through the the movies. I still know, say
2: the Bale suit was the best.
1: Which Bale suit?
2: The um not the not the, the the sonic one you know not that one the original bail the original bail suit. yeah
0: i really liked that i like that I, one too
1: that one was a good one i I did like was it the third movie where he finally got the ability to turn his head yeah um that so it's like to me it's like an end which he addressed in the second yes. movie he's like yes. you want to be able to turn your you head need to be able to turn my head <laughs> also how does this do
2: against dogs <laughs> do well against enough against cats <laughs> like. um but
0: okay, I, I didn't see it when it came out. Is that one?
1: Yeah, it's sort of like that. Uh, that's not the camera test, but no, that's okay. not the camera test. Okay. Um, but uh, it definitely, it definitely has a, a very industrial look. A very like, this is. This is, from what I understand, this is sort of like early Bruce as Batman. You know, oh, so kind of Batman Year One ish, yeah. sort of. Which,
2: which Batman Begins was actually Batman Year yeah. One, basically. Um, um,
1: so it's sort of him, him figuring out, you know, what works in a suit and what doesn't.
2: I'm, I'm less. I'll tell you what. I'm less excited about the Bat suit because the Bat suit is the Bat suit right i mean it's going to be cool no what's the batmobile what... gonna look like right what what's that what's the batmobile no going not in? even that it's mm. i, I want to i can't wait to see uh the penguin and the riddler like those are going to be the villains and and uh uh they've got uh they've got um
0: who's playing you know what i i am embarrassed that i don't know this but i was apparently stuck in a uh lego warp this yeah, week yeah so. i know right <laughs>
1: uh uh um i to google <laughs> <laughs> this so, is why we all have computers in front of us rob pattinson is playing uh batman zoe kravitz is playing selena kyle there you go. woman hmm. uh paul dano is playing uh riddler jeffrey wright will be playing james gordon john Tertoro is playing carmine falcone yeah but the riddler or, or the the penguin is being played by andy circus Al- oh no andy circus is alfred pennyworth right uh, Colin Farrell will be, Colin Farrell I be
2: wanted
3: Oswald to say,
1: Cobblepot. Yeah, I wanted to say Will Farrell and I'm like
2: that's no, the that's wrong fucking it. guy. That's <laughs> definitely not the right so guy. So that's why I'm like I'm like uh, uh, I know that's not right I know that's not right.
0: So Colin Farrell Colin is playing Colin Farrell playing, Ooh, Colin Farrell's that's playing an the interesting penguin. Interesting take. Yes it is. It's a very
2: Have interesting take. we seen take. pictures or anything like that. No, on there's nothing yeah. like that. Wow.
1: No, no, this like this camera test of the bat suit was the first It was just the bat suit. It was the first thing. It was weird. It was when this eerie red light Yeah, it was like a red misty thing. Like um, yeah, and it, it was the, blurry. Yeah, and and the the, the was very the, the music was very trancy.
2: Yeah, I it was like okay. I mean, so it okay. was it was more of a tease. Yeah, yeah, it was it's a camera test. Yeah, okay. it's a camera test to see how the, um, see how it's gonna look on camera. Yeah,
1: and it, I mean I think it's. It, it, it's going to be interesting.
2: I think somebody on IGN was saying something about like the suit, like the, 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 the symbol, the actual emblem looked well, like they, it was riveted. Well, not that. It, yes. But they said that it was, it was somebody was like, well, it kind of looks like the way the, the wings come out and the mm. way they, the way they're shaped. It looks like he fashioned the, the symbol out of the gun that killed his parents or something like something along those lines. And mm-hmm. I'm like,
3: that's a stretch. It is a stretch. It, does it feel is like a, a stretch.
2: stretch. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, it looks like a bat suit. You know what I mean? let like, yeah. yeah.
0: It doesn't I, have nipples, so we're it gonna... look, Yeah,
2: yeah. No, no. It's definitely not a nipple suit. So you know, show me more, right? Take that, Joel Schumacher. Right. <laughs> God bless it. He ruined it. Why'd you put nipples on it? Why did he just make it into like a, a huge? You know, it was just he, a. He, a, a a romp <laughs> like, just dip him in latex right it was
1: that's basically what they did I mean <laughs> really not that funny
2: <laughs> I mean not to you know not for nothing not to say anything against it but it was a gay joke is what it was it was like a 90 minute gay joke yeah. you know and mm-hmm. it just Batman and Robin yeah it yeah. just it's, it's really what it was it's you know and Schumacher was like oh I wanted it to be campy but that's but you're an idiot to begin with because if you look at it, if you look at the first two movies, they had nothing to do with that, mm-hmm. that look and feel. So why, yeah, why, no, the, the... why
0: change it midstream? It was like going backwards,
2: kind right. of. Right, yeah. yeah,
1: right, yeah, no, that was yeah the the eighty nine Batman, the Batman Returns, you know, the Tim Burton vision. There's a reason Tim Burton didn't ask Adam West in the B- in the first place. Okay, <laughs>
2: yeah, Tim's like they didn't even ask me, like <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but it definitely is like you're like, yeah, the 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 second the last two movies of that one, Joel Schumacher took over. Right. Definitely were like, oh. I mean, I liked Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. I will give you that. I, give you that. Um, I think he brought the gravitas. He brought you could see the pain. You could see everything. He worked hard
2: with what he was given. yes
1: Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. Where the George Clooney Batman. Oh, Lord uh, it
2: was George Clooney playing Batman. Yeah, it was basically
1: just like. I'm a movie star. Right, right. I get to be a superhero. With his,
2: with his head jiggle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, where's Nurse Hathaway? <laughs> <laughs> point,
2: point, That's point for point. the ER, point for the ER uh, reference. Yes. Love um, it, love it. Poor Mark Green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Still saddest death in, in TV that I have seen in a long, long time. It's the death of Mark Green.
1: That's another show, though, isn't it? No, Mark Green was.
2: No, I mean that's like an, that's a that's just topic talking for about show. that yeah. is a topic talking about for ER. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um But to bring up that's also uh, Anthony Edwards, right? It is Anthony Edwards who also had the one of the saddest deaths on
2: on oh, god, movie screen. Yeah, He's goose.
1: I mean, goose died Oh my yeah. god! You're yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Jesus. <laughs>
1: Um the other uh, thing for me, which I felt was kind of a biggie, came out on Friday when they released the voice cast of <gasps> the He-Man show. Oh, Kevin Smith's helmed He-Man-, He-Man show. And I will oh go through the God. voice cast for you so you can squeal. God, I just felt it twitch. Um, Mark Hamill as Skeletor.
2: I- Perfect. Uh huh.
1: Lena Hetty as Evelyn. Also perfect. So excited. Chris Wood as Prince Adam I don't slash He Man. I don't know the name. I don't either. Chris Wood. To Google. <laughs> to Google. While while you're at Googling, I will continue will, down the line. Chris Wood? Chris Wood. All right. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller as Tila.
0: I will take that. I think that's kind of cute and funny. Yeah.
1: Liam Cunningham as Man at Arms.
2: Yes. Yes. Uh, Sir Davos uh, or Davos or oh. Davros? Oh yeah, yeah, the from, the onion from, Knight. yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much, yeah. Uh, Chris Wood, oh, oh, Chris Wood, he was on, um, he he played, uh, uh, what's his face on Supergirl? Is he, is he Superman on Supergirl? He, no. did he he's, do, what did he play on he's, Supergirl? He, he's Supergirl's, uh, the, he's the,
1: my God, why Jimmy? can't I
2: think of his name? No, the no, the the love interest. Well, the, oh, the, the one the who had the one. crush on her. No, the 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 the, the other Kryptonian.
1: One? Oh, 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 the uh, oh. Ca- the uh,
2: he's not Kryptonian, but they're from the, the same yeah. system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Steven Root as Cringer. I love that because you can listen. I'm listening mm. to him in my head, and I can
1: hear. Rawr, rawr. I mean, yeah. if, if, if they if they move me one more time, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna burn this place down. <laughs> office space people, I'm, office I'm, space. I'm I'm gonna set Sneak Mountain on fire. Uh, Diedrich Bader as King Randor and Trapjaw and Trapjaw. So, so which leads us to believe the Trapjaw will indeed be CG. Well, it's, it's animated.
0: It's
2: it's all animated. It's, oh, true enough. Okay, yeah. so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's okay. Griffin Newman as Orco. I don't know who Griffin Newman is. To Google. <laughs> uh, Griffin Newman. How's mm-hmm. his last name spelled? N e
1: w m a n. Okay. Continue. Uh, Tiffany Smith as Andra. I don't know who she is. Uh, Henry Rollins as Triclops. Right on. That's man. the shit, man. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer as Mossman. And Alan Oppenheimer, I believe. Is the original Skeletor. Yeah. Geek
0: point for both of you for knowing that.
1: Um, Susan Eisenberg as Sorceress. That would be Wonder Woman. Right. I this know. not a Sorceress. It. I know. I know. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. That's the part that twitched. Alicia Silverstone <laughs> as Queen Marlena. So another tie in to the Joel Schumacher Batman. Beautiful right on. <laughs> uh, Justin Long as Roboto. I'm so down for that. Jason Mewes as Stinkor cuz Kevin Smith can't do, anything. Can't do anything without a Well, well Jay he's in. producing it, right? Kevin uh, Smith is producing it. Kevin is the showrunner in? and everything. yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Right he's he is in his charge. His oh,
2: okay. So so Griffin Newman is he played um on the uh the on the tick uh uh
1: live action? Oh, the end He's the... he's Arthur. Okay. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, Justin Law, uh, uh, Phil Lamar, Phil uh, Lamar voice voice acting royalty. Yes, absolutely. Phil Lamar, Cree Summer as Priestess. Uh, also I remember, royalty. I also remember her from a different world.
2: Yep. I you know she was. I mean, God. Cree Summer's been in the business forever. She played mm. Penny. On mm-hmm. Inspector Gadget when I was a yeah. kid.
1: Wow. Like, that's how that's, old school nah. she is. That's a key is. point. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson as Beast Man. Also, awesome. Also voice mm-hmm. voice act. Royalty, um, yep. Yeah. going to say this slow. Take her time. Kevin Conroy <laughs> as Merman.
2: <gasps> I need a towel.
1: <laughs> and uh, Harley Quinn Smith as uh, Alina. Because nepotism.
0: <laughs> because why the fuck not? <laughs> If he's going to put Jay in, he might as well put Harley gavetism. in.
2: Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm oh God. I hope Jason Mews does a good job because I stink or? I dude, think he's going to
0: be perfect as as yeah.
2: Jason's Jason Mewses. Is- He's, he's had a rough he's had a rough he go. he has
1: but
0: he's he also
1: he's directed his uh, a, a feature-length film called uh, the madness and the method yeah i would uh, like
0: to to for us to sit down and watch that, i definitely would do like a
1: to review see of that okay um he's really with the Jay and silent bob <laughs> get old podcast um and then he tours around doing uh amusing stories mm-hmm. his own his own little touring bit um I, he yeah he had a rough one but He's gotten his shit together.
2: You know, I have to tell you when I saw uh, when I saw Zach and Mary make a porno. Mm-hmm. You know, I he was to me he was unrecognizable in that film. Yeah. Like
0: that was that was a rough time. that was yeah. a rough moment for him. Yeah. For like
2: I'm looking at the credits, I'm like Jason Mewes, who was he? He was oh my god! And you had yeah. to like go back and spin it back. I'm like yeah,
1: oh, that, he, was he's that was Jason. Yeah, looks, he has you know he had basically had lost all of his teeth. Yeah. yeah. Um and and had to you know Yeah, he
0: he went through some he went some rough stuff. You know what though? Fatherhood has done him good. Yeah. I
2: hope so. It really
0: has. He has he has grown up in a lot of ways. He's he's you can see like changes just in his mannerisms yeah. and voice patterns and and his responsibility well, good. and his connection with kevin mm. and all of those things like we we both follow him pretty closely yeah. and he really has um, I,
2: I want nothing but, but the best for the guy yeah you know um, what i mean i really i mean because i mean he's an icon from my childhood you know are, can you call it my childhood i mean your, you know my teens, early 20s my, my teens yeah your teens you know? yeah uh you know so i mean he's he's an Yeah. Uh, Him and Kevin, both icons to me. Yeah, no. And and it's, I mean,
1: I, I mean, Jason got the sort of, it looks like Jason finally got the wake up call that he needed to get his addiction issues under control. Yeah. Um, And, you know, if you are a fan of the Jay and Silent Bob Get Old podcast, you know, that's all about...
2: I mean didn't Kevin tell him, you know, you get off of drugs I'll make you another movie.
1: Kevin like uh, there was a point in time where Kevin was like I I'm can't have you I can't you. have you around, right. I, you know, you have to you have to get yourself clean. He's a year older than me. Muse? Yeah. And Kevin I think turns 50 this year. Hit. Um so and and it's funny uh watching the 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 road to reboot uh shorts they had on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Jason Muse was kind of the the the, the lead interviewer presenter for it. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely like and and it's so funny is listening to Kevin talk about Jason Muse as a parent he's, he tells he says that you know Jason is the best father he knows including himself and his own father that's that's mm-hmm. amazing um, because Jason has dedicated so much of his time to raising their daughter Logan yeah. um, and it's just I I mean growing up I remember listening uh, when they started the Jay and Silent Bob uh, Good Old Podcast and the, the first several episodes of it were Kevin recounting Kevin and Jason recounting Jay's fall, you know, yeah, how right. far down Jason went,
0: and every episode they would do how many days. So, yeah,
1: and then that's, some, that's something that's that's continuing. And it's awesome to like I'll check in every so often and listen to it. And it's like, you know, however many, you know, three years, whatever, six years, whatever. So, um, it, it's it's awesome, and yeah, it does definitely feel like you know, if Kevin Smith makes a movie, Jason Mewes has to be in it, although he wasn't in Jersey Girl because that was the point in time right. where he was like, I can't I can't deal yeah. with you. I can't deal with this anymore.
0: There is this very cute and on all spoiler, just this one little thing. Um, there's this very cute cut scene or cut uh, like blooper moment from uh, reboot uh, because they use Logan. Mm-hmm. I, still in it. Seen, I still haven't seen Reboot. Um and uh, they, they for for like one scene Logan is in it and she's she keeps wanting to go back to Jason. She's sitting with, um, I forget who she's sitting. Ben with. Affleck. She's sitting with Ben Affleck. Okay, and like she knows him, whatever. But like she keeps like, I want to go back to Daddy.
1: No, to you know what? I want
0: to hug Daddy she, or whatever. She
1: doesn't like really know Ben Affleck because remember, well, no, Affleck's, Affleck's been out of the out of their circle until reboot was was being shot.
0: Okay, so yeah, she doesn't know him. But it was just this very cute moment of her, like, she would go one more hug and she would, like, run back and hug him. That's and then cute. she would go back That's into cute. the frame, yeah. and, like, one more, and she would go back and hug Jason again. Yeah. It was just so incredibly cute. And it's like, you can really yeah. see that bond between them. And I love that. That's So awesome. much.
1: So, um, I guess the other thing we, we want to talk about is we finally figured out we have the CW on our on our Roku. <laughs> Batwoman! So, we got to watch, we watched, what, three episodes of Batwoman?
0: Yeah. Two episodes of is Batwoman? It,
3: it is, is really good. It
0: is good. Is I'm it? really enjoying yeah. it. It's fun. There's a few things that are a little kind of formulaic. Is it an adequate replacement for Arrow? Because Arrow's ended. Yes. I think so.
1: Yeah. You know what? Uh I mean, I'm not... I didn't completely finish... Because
2: Arrow was the Batman of the Arrowverse.
1: Right, but Arrow was just... I mean, given Green Arrow is a ripoff of Batman. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's been since the Golden Age.
2: Except he's except now he's left wing. Um, <laughs> he is. He's very far left wing. Well, I mean, that that's where they, they...
1: Well, the politics they picked up from the uh, Neil Adams, Denny yes, O'Neill uh, yes. run of Green Arrow, which... If you're gonna take any run of Green Arrow, that's probably the best one Absolutely. to take. Absolutely, um, actually, the Kubert
2: run would be nice too. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Uh,
1: Kevin Smith's run yes, with, with Green Arrow was also we'll really good too. too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what got me with Green Arrow was just like we didn't need like the flashbacks for just too much after like two seasons, three seasons. Like, yeah. okay, I don't need no more about this stupid island. Uh, yeah, the stupid island. I- you were only on that island for like three years. You yeah. can't. How did you do all this kind shit?
2: So much crap happened to you in this on this one island,
1: dude. For, like, the, for how did you cram ten years worth of stuff? On, <laughs> in, <laughs> you
0: had nothing else to do. That's the best thing I've heard about it in like <laughs> in a
3: long time. I love um,
1: it. Yeah, I, I, it's, I can definitely see putting the the mantle. I mean, I don't know. To me, if you're gonna put the mantle of the Arrowverse on anybody, you put it on the flash um because i love i love the... oh
2: flash is the best show on, um on the cw as far as the in, as far as the arrow versus yeah concerned, flash is the best show. um hands
1: but down. i can definitely see batwoman going to give it, give him a run for the money yeah um yeah the because
2: i mean you could tell they just want to put batman on so badly they're like we mm-hmm. want a batman series on tv mm-hmm. yeah dc's like
0: nope that's our flagship yeah you know it's really there's a lot of really interesting things because i mean she's um ruby rose's character is his cousin yeah you yeah, know yeah, yeah um which is different from the comics isn't yeah, it yeah i think there's there's some different family stuff there and like her instead of having lucius she has lucius's son already um, who is not Lucius by any means? Okay, he's kind of the antithesis of that. Like, it's, there's this weird thing going on there, but it's fun. It's an interesting story. It doesn't lean so heavily on the Batman story. Right. You know, she's not fighting the same villains. The villains are her story. Okay, so I think that's a really interesting. <clears throat> take. That's interesting. That's way yeah. interesting. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little bit more. And 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 again, in that world, in that universe insanity yeah <laughs> kind of is has a it's it's it has its fingers into anything that that in the Batman Rogue gallery yeah. there's going to be that element to it and they they stick with that kind of traditionally but I like where they're going yeah. with it yeah no that's great
1: and it's kind of also a a you know um the setting of the Batwoman is this is Gotham 3 years after the Batman has disappeared. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. Um so, he's not around. so it's, uh, there's no explanation for the disappearance that they've got to yet. Right. Right. Um it, it So here's what I'm wondering. <laughs> because with Supergirl, lay it on me. They were itching to get a Superman on screen. Mm-hmm. And you know DC was fighting pushing hard on no 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 no. no, no, no. no. And then finally it was like
2: I was pushing no because <laughs> I have my own issues but go ahead
1: but they're like okay we've have, we've have pushed this long enough we will we will give you a superman
2: and and it turned out to be Bella go- Bella Lugosi in a red cape <laughs> That's what he looks like I'm sorry That's what he looks like to me he's got no. like the widow's peak and everything
0: I come on give you
1: a geek point for Bella Lugosi. Do it <laughs> Yeah give him um I I can I can see them you know s- s- a season or two in. Ah, uh, No kryptonite! <laughs> ah. I can see them a season or two in, and Berlanti and 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 company going. We need the Batman. Yeah. We want we want a Batman. Right. We we want to have him come back to Gotham and find this person in a modified version of his yeah. suit. His baby cousin who yeah. has altered his suit. Yeah. Now yeah. it has yeah. boobs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I could see? I, I I, think, yes. Okay. that That is, I mean, it, they did it to Supergirl. They might as well do it to, Bat, to Batgirl at this point, or Batwoman, Batwoman at this point. But you know what I can see more? That would be more, I feel like it would be more interesting. They won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but what would be more interesting is um I mean I so you guys have been watching the series right mm-hmm. We watched well, like we're said, about two three, epi- yeah two, three two episodes. episodes in. In, yeah. Okay, so you don't know if they're if if they've added like you know Dick Grayson. Or... They there's
1: a mention of there are like what you know what what why did Batman disappear? Did he have to take Robin to school? Blah blah. blah. I mean like yeah, so they yeah, mentioned yeah, Robin. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. I got a feeling they're not going to bring in Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson is on. Tim? Well, I, I'm. That's a possibility because we don't know who the Robin is. Yeah. Um, or Damien Or Damien. Right. You know. Cause, uh, I
2: mean, because I feel like I feel like the addition of like a Robin, an older Robin. Mm-hmm. Or somebody or or bring, like, in, bring in him as Nightwing? That's that's where I was going. You and know what? You, that's not a bad idea. And if you do and if you do the Nightwing angle, then you could do the outsiders angle. Well
1: Which would be so, fantastic. So here's a question that, that I That would don't,
2: fit really well.
1: How about so here's here thinking is, um how connected is the CW with the DC DC the DC EU the the DC um, not at streaming all because,
2: app? Not at all. Uh, not at all because they actually, in fact, they um, the answer was not at
1: all. So they, they're not they're not sharing. They aren't part of the same universe. No, because
2: no, because right now CW has all the rights to all those characters. Right. That's why they're not mm. on. That's why they're not on DC streaming app. Hmm. You know, they're they're actually on CW's app. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now is that gonna now is that gonna is that gonna change ten years down the road like a, well, like, so, a like a Disney Fox deal? Well, see, you know? so
1: here's here's what I'm, I mean. Here's I'm, well, but CW is a is a partnership between Warner Brothers right and whatever is Viacom whatever it is right, now. Right, right, right. Um, but it, I don't know. It just seems like it'd be dumb to me to like not have a crossover between you know bring uh bring. The Dick Grayson character from Titans. I am into so it. with you on this. Like, you I have completely... a cross, have a crossover episode where the tit- where where she has to go to where but the then, hell are the Titans? Though? But then who
2: gets? But then who gets the the the? Is it would that be strictly streaming? You know, yeah. because then you're bringing in characters that a lot of people, unless you have that streaming app, you have no idea who these people. You have no idea where these That's people true. are in their... You know I mean, I'm it's b- it's bad
1: enough when they do the crossover events between the char- the shows in the the Arrowverse, oh and it's my like
2: God, like that's what stops me. Okay, that is honestly what's keeping me from from being up to date on all these shows mm-hmm. right now because because honestly because I hate Arrow right now. <laughs> like the the season of Arrow that I'm in, I'm like this is crap. This is the the acting and writing just took a nosedive, mm-hmm. and I hate every second of it. But if I don't keep going i can't get
1: to the crossover yeah ah. <laughs> that is uh, that, that that is but that's been my that's it's like because you're like i'll want to start watching like i fell down uh legends of tomorrow
2: i love legends of tomorrow see i mean but, it,
1: but then you get to the crossover event and you're like well oh, shit right. now i gotta go figure out what where like like I need I need a timeline of like what of a bitch. Like that's literally what you said. <laughs> now say. I gotta now I gotta go watch Flash and Arrow, but I've got And Supergirl. And Super but it's like I've gotta go through even before Supergirl got added right. to it. But it's like, okay, now i gotta watch uh four seasons of Arrow, yes. two seasons of Flash. Yes and a season of this to make to get to the to get to the crossover to get to the crossover wasn't
0: well, what they they did that does in the comics a bunch of
3: times and so. we hate it
2: then too cuz then we have to spend more money that's why you wait
1: for the graphic novel to come out right and you, you just, just read the, gra- the, the graphic so so how's they going to do that with the television programming though <laughs> How's that work? (laughs) That's what binge
0: binge watching is for.
1: But no, but you can't binge watch because like like I said, you've got so many episodes, more episodes of Arrow that you have to get through or Flash you have to get through because they've been on longer. And it's like like I've stopped watching Supergirl because I so don't care about her love life anymore. (laughs) I really don't care that
2: she's like, oh, Jimmy Olsen used to be into her. And now Jimmy Olsen's like, there's no way. First of all, there's no way Supergirl ever had the hots for Jimmy Olsen. Well, Jimmy Olsen. Was...
0: Have you seen Jimmy Olsen in this show? Yes, Hello? and i and I've
3: checked. Okay. Yeah,
0: damn, <laughs> like no, seriously, just because of who they cast.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: let's say <laughs> Jimmy Olsen never looked this good, well, right? Okay.
2: All right. <laughs> I'm having flashbacks to the to the Donner Jimmy Olsen, and it's just <laughs> it's, it's not the same. <laughs> Gee, Willikers,
0: <laughs> like. Yeah no this this Jimmy's a hottie yeah and it yeah, would be yeah, unrealistic yeah. for right. her not to have a crush. All right, I guess so. You know,
1: I
2: um, but no, I get where you're going with the whole angle and everything. And, and I think, but I you're,
1: think, but you you bring up the the true stumbling point is you have properties that belong to the um to the DC streaming service and you've got properties that yeah. belong to cw yeah and how again it, it it goes to that's stan lee's saying each comic book is somebody's first comic book that's exactly right and so how do you bring in four or five characters exactly with right. like i mean other than maybe they're since you're watching a comic book tv show you would know who these characters are but that's a that's an assumption if you make you're going you may be losing people I think, I think, though,
2: the, the whole Nightwing leading to... Bring in Nightwing, lead it to outsiders mm-hmm. is, I think that would be really cool. I think cool. that's a shoe in just because I mean, because Vibe is a... Uh, uh, is He was an outsider, I think. Wasn't he? Wasn't he one of the outsiders?
1: I... You know, my, my outsider knowledge is really, really low. Like everybody else's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, I think that would be an interesting angle. And this, this incarnation of of Gotham, of the lore and all of that. I hated Gotham at the, at the beginning. I, I
2: love it now. I loved it at the end. I was like, it grew on me so much. I was like, this isn't how it happened. This isn't how it happened. And now I love it. So right. continue,
0: but the not necessarily the ship, but the, the actual city. Because yeah. we were talking about how each incarnation of Batman or a Batman related something that has the city of Gotham in it. Yeah, has kind of a different take on what Gotham is. Some are darker and grittier. Yeah. some are a little yeah. bit more metropolitan. Like there's all these different and and this take is really interesting because it's kind of in the middle. Yeah, you know. Um, and she's they are okay. First of all, Ruby Rose's English accent, her, Australian. Her her. her amazing american accent okay. is very good yeah. yeah i am super impressed um okay.
1: take notes charlie hunnam
0: <laughs> charlie hunnam we love you but just Whoa. let him do his natural accent because his american is a little off. but no it, wow no we still love i'll him. die on that hill we still, we still <laughs> love him. um her american accent is very good um her her acting is incredible. Um, I was actually kind of on the fence. Yeah, as to how good she was going to do with this. I mean, I love her as a person. I have been a fan of hers for a very long time. We've, you know, Orange is the New Black and things like that. We started to see that okay. she had this right, capability, right. but she's really stepping up. She's really stepping up. In a she also
1: ways. was really awesome for a guest spot on Dark Matter.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, I love that. The character is openly gay and they're not sensationalizing it. Mm-hmm. She's going through the regular trials and tribulations <coughs> that anyone in the modern universe okay. deals with. Yeah. But not in this like overly sensationalized way.
1: It's this is her.
3: Yeah. You know? and,
2: and I think that's I think honestly that's that's kind of the way this is the way yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and, yeah, and, and, they're,
1: they're not gay baiting with it no
3: they're,
2: no no and, and, and this is this is how you should because honestly we want to normalize it right yep mm-hmm. and you that's know? exactly what this is and doing. that's how you do it. i mean it i i changed.
1: said i said to kayla while we were watching the we were watching the first episode i'm like just think about if you were 10 11 12 years old and you're watching this on on yeah. over the air television hmm and you see somebody who has the same attractions that you do the same, right. you know, and it's not being done in a, a fetishized way. It's not being done in a, uh, you know, yeah, it, not, not it's being not overly sexualized. It's yeah, not, it's exactly. not exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. And it's she, yeah, yeah she's I, little, I can just she's, yeah, I just not, feel I just not not feel so it's good. Not, yeah. yeah, I just feel so good for young lesbians out there or young questioning women out there who now have somebody that they can see on their television. Yeah, completely they
0: didn't try to cover up her. tattoos okay they she has a butch style and again they're not overly sensationalizing that they're not it's just a choice yeah and it's there and it's simple and it's beautiful and i mean that well i think that's
2: so much better than the way they did it on supergirl though with with supergirl's sister yeah you know her and montoya yeah like i mean first of all I'm sorry. I I've read Montoya's character for you know 20 years in the comics of Superman, and she's been gay from the start, <laughs> even though it's never been said. Mm-hmm. She's been gay from the start. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. And and they just they they still kind of address Supergirl still kind of addressed it. Like I saw where they were trying to go with it. They were trying. Yeah, they're like, doing the, the coming a, out thing. Yeah, and the everything. coming out part of it, but they still made it like it was a not necessarily a good thing. Yeah you know what i mean like like well people aren't going to aren't going to understand that you know kind of thing but but I, I disagree. I think that there's enough smart people out there who were watching that show. Mm-hmm. Young people, young women who mm-hmm. were in that same situation, who were watching that show going, why isn't that necessarily a good thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and here, and here we have Batwoman who is completely just taking it and saying, you know what? I don't care if you like it or not. This is how it is. I mean, is they, is. Even, is I they
1: even approach it with the, um, she was going to a military academy of some sort. Okay. Uh, her and her academy-aged girlfriend got caught kissing behind one of the buildings, and they basically were given the uh, the two were given the option sign a form yeah. saying you're not you weren't engaging in homosexual behavior or get drummed out. Yeah, Kate Kane took the yeah. took the I'm I'm going to be who I am. Her would be girlfriend.
3: Sign the, paper. the paperwork to drill. stay so, in the so academy. So they,
0: they are yeah. speaking of the struggles, but not in a you know not in a crazy way. And even so much to the point of there's a moment where there's a conversation between her and her father, and and they're a little bit estranged. You know, there's there's some backstory there, um, but she thinks that he's having an issue, and he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's his issue is completely yeah. different. Right. He doesn't. He he looks at her and says, "I don't care about that." Right. Yeah, you know, he was. He, I, I
1: love it. Was like, you know, I I wanted to pull strings for you in the military, so you'd have a a cushy staff job, and you'd never have to, you know fire a gun mm-hmm. you know spill blood and you know that's just not the way your, your life went and it's i mean that the, the dad was so accepting that the mm-hmm. stepsister is so accepting yeah the
0: stepsister uh, like does there's not even an issue like it's normal life and I, she's going through <coughs> normal struggles <coughs> but Excuse she's me. also just embracing who she is and again we're only a few episodes in so it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses My,
1: so so two things i have one both the batman and bruce wayne have been mm-hmm. gone for three years and nobody goes, you know, once Bruce Wayne disappeared, the Batman hasn't been around. <laughs> Second. Nobody did
2: it in the comics when Superman died. Right. Like nobody Where'd Clark go? Where did Clark no, go? seriously, Clark I was know. like they, <laughs> I know. I know. Listen. It was it was a question in the comics. Like Lois and Clark were sitting around going, How do we fix
1: this? <laughs> um, um and then the other part is so Ruby Rose is very distinctive. Her 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 face is very distinctive. Oh yes. And yeah, there's course. a there's a point where she saves her ex-girlfriend and they are and they are like nose yeah. to nose. Know nose to nose yeah. about. And it's like, how did you not look at that pouty bottom lip and go, oh, it looks like
0: Kate. Hey. Well, she does though. She questions it. Yeah, she questions Kate about it later. Like she recognized her, didn't believe herself. Questions Kate about it later. Kate denies it.
2: Yo, for real, straight up, is you Batgirl? You, is
1: is you Batwoman? <laughs> yeah, were you were you were you the one who saved me the other night? Bitch, don't play with me. Are you Batwoman? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but that would definitely like I, the, the, more of the ah, Bruce Wayne's been gone for three years. Batman's been gone for three years. How come nobody puts this together? Right,
2: right. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: beyond the hey. Who do we know in town in this this shitberg of a city that's constantly falling apart has the money and 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 technology to build all these things and do all this stuff? Hmm.
3: Uh.
1: <laughs> whose whose parents were also tragically murdered? <laughs> Although I guess maybe in Gotham a lot of parents are tragically yeah, murdered. <laughs> yeah,
0: much. Oh, speaking of the tragically murdered, there's an interesting homage. That I just want to point out for oh, any of you that haven't. I want watched to give it you it a geek
2: point just for the segue. Okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> um. So every t- almost every time that we have ever seen the death of the Wayne parents, we <laughs> oh, see the the, the, pearls. the pearls. We see the pearls scatter on the ground, right. right? Almost every time, and I think pretty much every time we have seen that. In when she ends up getting into his office, there's this beautiful pyramid case with the string of pearls. Yeah, hanging
1: okay. from the case. No way, really. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in the flashback, you see it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's it's this just this little kind of it's there, and it it's this beautiful representation of that without going too far. But it's also it conjured this image to me that really really hit home that I'd never thought of before. Of little baby Bruce picking up his mother's pearls. And it was like when I first yeah. saw it, it hit me, I was like,
2: whoa, yeah. yeah,
3: that's
0: really profound. Yeah. You know, and it ends up being the trigger. To, yeah. You know, so that's like how I'm you saying, get into
1: that's how you get to the Batcave is you I move it over, push a button. And that's
2: fa- that's fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That was like, I was like, oh, OK, that that like you're. You're really pulling the... Uh, yeah. God damn it, I'm going to have to watch this. Yes. yes. Definitely. One more goddamn show.
2: <laughs> well, no. Th- you know, it's okay because I just finished one. So, there you go. You yeah.
1: Um, and, and you're done with Fallen Order, so... I'm done with Fallen Order.
2: <laughs> um, I actually actually just finished... I mean, I mean, Do we have anything else? Can we... No. It's, I'm, oh, okay. Uh, go. Um, I just finished because I know you guys were like, eh, but I urge you watch it. Okay. Um, I just finished, uh, uh, actually two series right now.
3: Go ahead and finish this.
2: Anyway, we're getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished, uh, Lock and Key.
0: I, well oh, not, we about we're about halfway half- through.
2: Lock and key. Do you like it? I yeah. love it. Isn't I it amazing? I yeah. love it. I'm having yeah, so no, much it's, fun. It's, okay. I, mm-hmm. I, no, that was it's incredible. Lock and key is fantastic. Yes. I, I mean, I know you guys are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few uh, there's a few differences from the from the graphic to the actually I'll tell you, I'll just give you one big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first episode is called uh, welcome to what's the name? Matheson It's the name of the, the town they live in. Uh-huh. Right. Um it's not the ta- not the name of the town in the, in the comic the name it's called Lovecraft. Hmm. So it's called ah, Welcome to Lovecraft. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I wonder Very if there was a
1: the um I wonder if there's a rights issue or whatever. Uh,
2: no, Lovecraft I th- believe Lovecraft is is public domain. No it is not. It's not. No,
1: Arkham Arkham House uh, okay has the rights okay. For, okay. for lovecraft for the there you point. go yeah Hit no it. that that has been a uh, that has been a, a assumption people have made right. but no arkham house will come after you okay <laughs> i
2: guess that's why <laughs> that's probably why then honestly um <clears throat> uh excuse me um a couple other th- one of the things is uh uh in the in the show what's the first key they find
1: was the everywhere key? The, the everywhere key, key. not mm-hmm. the
2: first key they find. Oh! In the fr- in the uh, the first thing that they find, Bodhi finds um, the ghost key.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess they had the- to speed it along because they had to let Echo out. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Uh, you know, there's a few other subtle differences, in the but I mean, but mainly, uh, all the characters are very well played. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well done. The key th-
0: playing Bodhi is amazing, isn't he? Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, Such you know, a good well, you little actor.
2: You know who he is? He's um. Uh, uh he's the, the little kid who gets eaten in the beginning of it. Georgie. Oh, Georgie, thank he's you.
0: Georgie. Okay. He's Georgie? Okay. We all float You'll down. Float down. Too. That's um, he's like the next Freddie Highmore He's really like yeah. he's a good little kid actor. Yeah.
1: Um one correction we 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 I think a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this, we referred to the uh Stephen King's son as uh
2: Oh yeah, I no, it's but, Joel Hill or uh, Joe whatever. Hill. Joe Hill. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: I think we call him like Tom Castle or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Castle. Well, you, know,
1: you know what? It's cause, um, because because there's the Hulu series Castle Rock, there you go, which is all Stephen King's. It's stuff.
2: all Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to bring Pam on to talk about that show because she absolutely loves Castle it. Castle Rock. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's her that show. Um, or, yeah, so but many no, no. Shows. But yeah, Lock and Key is one of the best shows Absolutely. out there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's so inventive. It is very inventive. It is very inventive. And and you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you guys right now. It's not creepy yet. I mean, it's creepy, but it's not sufficiently creepy. It's not sufficiently like King family creepy. It gets that way. It goes oh like it just goes right down the well.
3: Ooh,
1: <laughs> I I I, 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 I can didn't see him setting up. I, like, I, I didn't oh yeah. I didn't figure. You know, being the son of Stephen King, you're not going to go creepy.
2: And like his
1: dad. He does do a cameo.
0: Ah, that's awesome!
2: And I'll, I'll, I love that. I'll task you guys to find we'll him. Find it. <laughs>
0: we'll find it.
1: Okay, so that was series series one that you've. So that
2: was the series. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was fantastic. I can't wait for series two. The other one, um, I just finished uh, season two of Lost in Space. I, I, I just started. I just started watch watching it. it.
1: Uh, I just started watching it. I I'm definitely enjoying it. I'm, I'm enjoying the difference between. The '60s and the difference even between the late '90s, yeah. early 2000s the movie. Film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Although was, I was a big was fan of late that. Late
2: '90s, mid '90s, something like that.
1: Um. I like usually like that film. Um. It had its moments. Yeah. Um. I liked
2: it at the time. It, it has not aged well.
1: No. A lot of a lot of the, the movies from that. Just, no.
2: No. Uh, Clash of the Titans, however.
1: <laughs>
2: Flash Gordon. <laughs>
1: Hey, listen, those early '80s films—they,
2: I, I, I challenge anybody to say those movies aren't badass. Those are so
1: much. Um, fun. Anyway, no, Cl- Flash Gordon uh, gets a little. Uh, there's some. There's some issues I have with it now, um, but Clash of the Titans, I will fight anybody over <laughs> who tells me that that Harryhausen stop animation monsters are not the shit. <laughs> how bad?
2: How bad did you want Bird- Burgess Meredith to look at Harry Hamlin and go, "You're a wrecking machine"? <laughs> like, I mean. You just wanted him to say it, like, or just, or There's just walk a crap off. Crap lightning, like, or, do, or just walk off camera, going hey, hey, like. <laughs> oh god!
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: So lost in space. This lost space. in space. Yeah. I yeah.
0: started watching it, and it did not hold my attention.
2: Why is that? I'm just curious.
0: No. Like I liked the robot. Okay. I liked the. the I figured you would be the be, camaraderie be, between the 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 boy, wi- you know, and the robot. With, yeah. And I the figured
2: robot. that would hit you because you the love that kind robot. of stuff. I do. You love those kind I of. I do.
0: I love that that whole interaction was was super cool. It was I'm trying to remember when I stopped watching because I remember being pissed about it and I think it was when the the villain, the girl, um the Dr. woman Dr. Smith. Dr. Yeah. Smith. The, the the imposter. Yeah. Um, when she stole the robot. <gasps> I got really mad. Well,
2: then that means you like it.
0: So, and and I, and <laughs> that, but then like I didn't go back for some reason. So maybe I just need to go back and push through that
2: because you're angry I guess right so. now. You're I invested.
1: Guess,
0: it's like it's like SOA. I stopped watching when they killed Opie. Right. Like,
1: it took <laughs> I took a couple months to get her to, to start watching. I
0: completely understand. I completely understand that now. I mm-hmm. back it. I,
2: I that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. But you, I actually did that with um with the 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 whole second season. Like there was a moment where I stopped watching it. And I was like.
1: Yeah, I got pissed
2: and I walked away.
1: Let me ask you a different series. Sure. The Expanse.
2: I have not even seen this.
1: I started watching it because it's now on Amazon Prime. Okay. And I'm thinking like three episodes in and I'm really liking it. Is
2: it? Is it great?
1: It is... It's a gritty sci-fi. Okay. You definitely like. It definitely has a has a, a a Firefly feel to it. Like people are eking by, um, literally.
2: I kind of see that. Like when I'm looking at the commercials for it. I'm
1: yeah, like, eh, it's um, definitely. You definitely give it. I mean, it, it's definitely worth a, a watch. I mean, <laughs> you know, Amazon wouldn't have bought it and put out a next season. Um, and there is a game. There is a role playing game for the Expanse. Okay. Uh, that I believe Green Ronin put out and uh, i think hal had it at Why the do you say green ronin it's green ronin no it's green ronin that's <laughs> how you say that word okay
0: you can agree to disagree it's okay i know
1: i took japanese for a year in high school whoa
2: is it is so it, he's an expert is it anime or anime it's an american whoa. word it's, it, no it's
1: a japanese word of an, a japanese version of an american word it's a just japanese like version just of like american just word. like when you write Japanese using uh, Latin, the Latin alphabet, it's called Romanji.
0: Okay.
2: I'm getting schooled, folks.
0: All right. We'll give you a geek point. Give him
2: a geek point. <laughs> Listen, I just seven, got schooled. Seven,
1: <laughs> having to go sit through Japanese at 7.35 in the morning your sophomore year of high school.
2: Look, okay. All right. We get it. That I'm explains
0: t- the aggression. <laughs> I,
1: have, I have just tucked my tail. <laughs> um, I am showing you my belly. But they but uh, they put it out, um, a game, and, and actually Hal was talking about some of the mechanics, and it sounds like... There's like a uh, like a danger, not not like a danger mechanic, but like things are uh, a, a they call it a drama mechanic or something. Basically, as you try to do things, like you can fail forward, but as you fail forward, things are getting more and more and more drastic. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm really interested. Actually, I wish I'd picked it up when I when I was at the so, RPG escape.
2: So basically, you fail, but events still move forward and and the difficulty increases or well, the, so or like the...
1: so from my understanding is like there's basically like there's you failed.
2: Uh-huh. This is the result.
1: This is the result you failed. Um this result you didn't quite achieve the success you wanted, but, but you so like you succeeded but with with uh, uh, uh it's not like you had success but it's like things keep moving forward like you don't hit the dead end, but you've now added to the tracker and this is going to come and bite you in the ass at some point. Okay. Um, and then there's just, you know, you okay. succeeded. Um, okay. But yeah, it's a, a lot of games now are actually picking up that mechanic for, for things to okay. kind of heighten the tension of succeeding or failing or whatever.
2: Hmm. So, well, anyway, the second season of lost in space, I mean, first of all, I got to talk about the cast in it because the, co- the cast is amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, just for, just for Parker Posey playing, I was like, I was looking at her going, going, okay, Dr. Smith, that's, interesting let's see where it goes she's amazing like i think she's just parker posey playing parker posey Mm -hmm. (laughs) like (laughs) uh like just kind of batshit nut job you know
1: she really does that role well yeah um thinking back to like blade three
2: yeah 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 air Air raid freshman But um I mean I didn't uh, make the that, Blade Connect until just now but the Thunder Um
1: <laughs> But I'm gonna give you a dazed and confused geek point. Yes.
2: <laughs> um Toby Stevens is in it. Uh uh Toby Stevens plays John Robinson, right? Uh I love Toby Stevens from he's first time I ever saw him, he's a Bond villain, right? In Die Another Day. Right. He's a right. Bond villain there. That's where I recognize him yeah, from. Yeah, he's, he played, um, he played Captain Flint in Black Sails. Which is an amazing series if you haven't seen it. I've it's, watched
1: like three or four episodes of that, and it's it's
2: on stars. It's yeah. actually on Hulu right now. The whole series, you know, and Black it's, Sails. Black I Sails it was it's a stars. Ab- it's about Treasure Island. It's like a prequel to Treasure Island. Ooh. Yeah, it's about the events of how Treasure
1: Island happened.
0: You know, I really need to clone myself and just put one of them on the couch <laughs> because you'll, there's
2: you will sit next.
1: She will sit next to the clone <laughs> of me to watch all the TV exactly. Programing.
2: And um, and also his his other his other really geeky uh, connection is that he is Dame Maggie Smith's son. And I if you did look at, not if you look that. at him you're like, "Oh my god, I there's McGonagall. <gasps> you can see her right in the face.
0: That's so cool. <laughs> I love her.
2: Totally. Uh show is amazing. Um they they get more into uh, the why of a lot of questions are answered on the show, but there's still so many unanswered. I I really like on like, it. It's so good. Like
1: I said, I'm I'm only a few it. episodes into the first season. Yeah. Um so thank you for spoiling that Dr. Smith steals the robot. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um, but I really love the world building yeah. the, the, you know, the earth that was, um, <laughs> yeah.
2: it, it is a lot like it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, but you know what? I see that in a lot of, of the, of the shows, like the, the sci-fi that's come out lately, like, like the 100, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which, which we both fell in love with. Um, you know, this, this whole the Earth being, I mean, I guess with, with the ecological <laughs> catastrophe looming, you know, it, the science fiction... It's
0: no longer fiction.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> science fiction is slowly shifting into the science facts.
2: Science fiction inevitability. Science yeah. inevitability. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I keep I kept hoping for, you know, us pushing to the point where, like, we can get the Federation and 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 the Star Trek world <laughs> and, and nice. now we're looking more towards, you know, the Firefly fire world and
3: hmm
2: actually i honestly play borderlands it's that's right where we're going (laughs) folks i don't want to be a vault (laughs) (laughs) a vault hunter no you can you can have skag meat um no uh that shows shows amazing uh the the special effects are top notch man yeah the special effects are amazing I, i just it's it's just the writing is good these kids playing these characters
1: absolutely impressive they're
2: really impressive i mean this girl her name is mina sundwell she plays penny Mm -hmm. right uh she plays uh the um the the redheaded one, the one that takes after her mother right Mm -hmm. um penny is uh, the actress who plays her so far like by the end of the second season you're you're just like give her an oscar or something give her she needs an award for her portrayal okay you know it's it's just it's amazing it,
1: and i keep saying amazing but i'm trying to like i like the i lo- i really am a fan also the uh the other daughter um oh judy judy played by taylor russell She. i just Like, I love the level of like competency and, yeah, and, and like, just was like, I, I, my, the scene that sticks out to me is, uh, in the beginning, the mother has a muscle encapsulation. Mm -hmm. Um, and Judy talks Penny through doing the surgery to free the muscle because Judy's the science officer, right? Mm -hmm. Judy's the medical officer, right? And mm -hmm. she was like stuck in the ice at the time, right? Um, and having a friend of ours, having had to go- having gone through the muscle yes. encapsulation surgery, yes. like I was just like, Oh my God, that is horrific. Yeah. That's uh, a serious thing. Yeah. Which, which I'm sorry. Heather Graham never could have
2: pulled that off. No.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> Heather Graham then no Heather Graham. Now she still co- no, I think Heather Graham is a horrible actress. I've seen her in a lot of recent stuff where she has really gotten better. I just like. I I think she got stuck in the It Girl thing for for a little bit and wasn't getting really good roles.
2: I didn't even like her on Scrubs. And I love Scrubs. Scrubs is like my go to show. Oh, yeah?
1: (laughs) Scrubs is a good show.
2: Scrubs
0: is an amazing show.
1: Hey, Andy, you want to do a uh, rewatch show about Scrubs? Yes.
0: (laughs) We just start writing down all these ideas. (laughs) Absolutely. By the way, uh,
2: here's a a little bit that you guys don't know. Um, uh, Scrubs. you seen the show, Kay?
0: I have not like in succession, <laughs> okay, but I've but seen. Okay, but you've
2: you've seen all of it, Joe? Um, uh, enough of it to know
1: characters. enough of it to know most of the characters.
2: The character Ted, the lawyer, yeah. right? He's um, his name is Sam Lloyd. Uh, he's actually uh, related. I think he's the nephew of Christopher Lloyd. Oh, yeah. You see that? Yeah, yeah. You, know, you can't. I actually just found this out today. I was oh. like, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so anyway, Sam Lloyd. Uh, uh, last year, around this time last year, uh, announced that, and this is probably this is well after ten years after the show's ended. You know, uh, we haven't really seen a lot of Sam Lloyd in the media or anything. You know, doing anything else. And the man is super talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man, he's a great actor, comedy actor. He's a singer. I was gonna say, I know you he's know. like
1: he's like actually is a musician. Yeah, he
2: is a musician. He, de- I mean, he's got a, a he's he's got a um an acapella band on the sh- on the series. You know that <laughs> they're 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 awesome. Uh, but, um, uh, he actually has been living for the past year. He actually announced it last year that he, uh, he has, uh, brain cancer as well as, um, uh, I want to say lung cancer. Oh. oh God! Brain and lung cancer at the same time. He was he was not supposed to live more than six months after he posted that, and his wife they had just gotten pregnant. <gasps> oh, oh my God! Well, he he has since. that I mean, they did a Kickstarter for him and stuff like that for treatments and stuff. They raised over one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Uh, which which honestly says a lot when you raise one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for uh, a prominent actor that we all know and love mm-hmm. versus you know um, the eleven point something million for an animated series based on a DD group you know uh, that's kind of like that's kind of in my opinion in geekdom that's a sad showing of of humanity you know
0: well i think that um although i agree with you i think that now that it's been shown that we have that power i yeah. think that there you're going to see more yeah. of the geek community rising up yeah. now they that we too. realize we yeah have that like power. uh
1: yeah. today i i know i shared a, a gofundme post uh Darcy Ross posted a friend of hers, a couple she knew, um, was giving birth, died in childbirth, child yeah. um, and the baby is three months mm-hmm. premature, and they're doing GoFundMe for the husband so he can pay for because the, the the baby's in NICU, and sure. that's an expensive, yeah, and is. then there's all the rest of the funeral stuff they yeah, have to go is. through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's a... I'd wonder cuz you hadn't seen that actor and right a bit
2: right and, and but why. but you know what though I I will say I will say like as a kind of a like a plus side to it he he um he has lived long enough to see the birth of his child his son, he has a okay. son, you okay. know, and That's he's something. fighting every single day. Good. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we check on him periodically, you know, because I mean, we, we, we heard about it and, and I mean, for, for me, for me and Pam and, you know, uh, our daughter and, you know, I mean, this is, the show is really our, our, it. when I say it's our go-to show, I mean, mm. it's like literally when we can't think of anything else to put on, thank God Hulu has the whole series uh-huh. because uh, it was on Netflix and Netflix took it off. Right. And so now it's on Hulu.
1: I love people say, oh, Netflix took it off. It's like, no, the company that owned the rights, Warner Brothers, took it off. Yeah,
3: yeah, of course. (laughs) But-
2: but um, but I mean, we can sit there and yeah. we, can, we watch these these shows. Like I mean, like like people, you know, another one for, a go to for me is DS Nine. Yeah, these Star are Star Trek f- in general for us. And yeah, these characters become your family. Mm-hmm. Yep, you know you, they become like you know these characters yeah. inside and out, and mm-hmm. and you want you want nothing but the best for the people
1: that well, play I mean, them. I mean, that's why last year losing both Aaron and Renee, yeah, you know, was that was rough hard. for us. Hard. Yeah, um, one more. Th- Are you done Yeah, no, no, I just... So, one more thing, and it's kind of in that same note, and then we should wrap it up, is uh, kind of on a positive uplift. Rick Rick Moranis, (laughs) Rick Moranis, who has... Hasn't been seen in anything so in years. I'm so excited about this. Is coming uh-huh. back for a reboot of Honey, oh, I Shrunk God. the Kids. That's so cool. For those who are going, hey, I haven't seen Rick Moranis for a while. There's a reason. The reason why is his wife passed away. His wife passed away. And he made the decision that raising his children was more important than, than his Hollywood career. Yeah. Um, He's done some voice acting here and there. But for the most part, he has been just I'm being so, a dad. I'm yeah. so
2: happy that, that he's decided that... He's healed enough and yeah. that he has, he's, that he probably realizes that his children are at a place yeah. now that where they can, he can. Yeah. Yeah. He
0: took his time. Yeah. He raised his kids. He did what he needed yeah. to do. He prioritized his life. Right. You yeah. know, and, and to see that he's coming back is absolutely incredible.
1: Yeah. I, I was, you know, cause it's one of those things like there was a point in time where you couldn't put on a, you know, you, you couldn't see a movie and Rick Moranis somehow right. wasn't, a, wasn't in it. Right. <laughs> You know, and then all of a sudden he was just. I just wish it was gone.
2: for something more than "Honey,
1: I Shrunk the Kids." You know what? It's a start. It's yeah. a start. It's yeah. a role, though, that he is probably most best well known for. And
0: he loved playing.
1: Yeah. He had and, fun with true. that role. And and you know, he, I'm sure as he gets, you know, as people go, "Hey, you're still you're you're here," they will, you know, he'll be getting to work. Most, oh, I'm sure he's already like got a stack of scripts at
3: his door.
2: Now, now most people would think, you know, thinking about you know us uh, uh, or, or me. Most people that know me would think uh, my favorite Rick Moranis character would would have been Dark Helmet, Dark Helmet in Spaceballs. And normally, you'd be right.
0: <laughs> See, that's not my favorite Rick Moranis character no? either. Okay,
2: mm-hmm. my favorite is um, is uh, 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 his character in uh, My Blue Heaven.
1: The FBI agent. Yes,
2: yeah. I love that movie so much. It's
0: such an underrated movie. It really mm-hmm.
2: is. Uh-huh. It really is because, like, especially you get to see him and Steve Martin together. That's mm-hmm. so fantastic. They play off each other so, so well. Good. Yeah, so good. What What's your favorite Moranis? Ghostbusters. Okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, all right.
0: I, he was so cute and so silly, and I just wanted to like hug him. Like yeah. I, it was one of my first exposures to him, Lewis too. Tully, and just yeah, yeah, and I, Lewis he was Tully. just. So, uh, I loved him He was absolutely amazing in that.
1: Joe Strange Brew as Okay Mackenzie okay. Brothers Mackenzie Brothers okay. Oh my god That movie I don't know what it was Maybe like in the 80s I, The early 80s HBO or mid 80s HBO didn't have a whole lot of pro, A lot of movies available So Strange Brew was on <laughs> All Brew. the time Him and Dave <laughs> Thomas yeah, Oh my god The Mackenzie Brothers
2: Well we, we We're gonna try to figure out How to put a uh, A mouse into a beer bottle Without breaking it Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going to have to drink all this beer. <laughs> Hoser. Hoser. <laughs> oh, that's Strange Brew. Uh, the Mackenzie Brothers. I mean, I love... I, I was... I remember. I guess it was PBS used to used to show the SCTV yep. uh, episodes on PBS it.
2: PBS used to do it. Uh, I know that Nick at Night used to do it really late. Yeah, but yeah.
1: I used to remember watching like back in the day, especially when PBS was when when the local PBS would be like running the uh, the the charity their uh, fundraising drives. Mm-hmm. They would put on all the good stuff like you know Monty Python <laughs> and. and the time, Holy to, grail. time. to roll it all out, guys. The British series for uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The good Doctor Who episodes. You know what though? As a kid, you guys as soon are as comedians. we I I watched um the problem was getting finding it on different on where it like went True. on services, because like for a while it was on Netflix and then all of a sudden it's not on, on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime now. Is it? Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to, because it's not, I'm I'm not a Whovian, but I'm not against it. Yeah. I just haven't, I guess, dialed into it enough. You yet.
2: have not embraced David Tennant and Matt no, no. Smith.
0: No, the, see, the David Tennant stuff I've seen. Oh. Uh, the Eccleston I, and Tennant Eccleston, I've seen most Eccleston of. Eccleston
2: did his part. <laughs> Eccleston <laughs> did I love his I, did uh, his, <laughs> his civic duty.
1: I, I love and now. rebooted. I, I love now, though, like, they're. I've seen interviews with from him where he's like kind of regrets not oh, signing on. Oh he definitely for, does. But he was he was also not happy though with with the behind some of the behind the scenes stuff. So he
2: was he was he, there was a there was a few decisions that were made. He was just like I don't like this and he that's ultimately what made him say I don't want to do a second season mm-hmm. and now he thoroughly regretted <laughs> it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But the new Doctor Who also sparked my love for like John Barrowman. Yeah.
1: You know, like, oh my God. God. Who's oh coming God. back. Yeah. He's coming um, back. See, I've watched. I've watched into the Capaldi era. Oh God, he's so um <laughs> Yes,
0: but do you I'm, like
1: him because no. he's curmudgeon. Oh, you don't like him at all. No, <laughs> but,
0: that's when I stopped watching.
1: Okay, <laughs> Well, you? Were you weren't really watching them during the Matt Smith era with me though? Either. Oh, Matt Smith is so just. I had so I, magical I had to. to me. I had to. I had to get over my love of David Tennant. That's what
2: you do. That's and what you and do. then I and
1: then I embraced Matt Smith. You mourn. And then, but I got to Capaldi, and it's, I don't, so for me, I don't have a problem with him. I love, I love a curmudgeon Doctor Who. Like, honestly, if you've lived this many lives, you've, you've got a right to be a little curmudgeon. Absolutely. Um, because the earth keeps needing, you know, the universe keeps needing saved. Yeah. Um, but some of the episodes are just, Hard to they watch. They are
2: hard to watch. They they are they are because of his curmudgeonness. There well, isn't there isn't a lot of it is missing that fun factor. But it's that, not only that, that but, we all want you but know. But it
1: seems like like the people they put him with.
2: Yeah, I'm just. So you don't like Bill trying to think if i have clara or, or did you finish clara
1: i think i finished clara I so, finished you're on clara. To,
2: so you're on to bill the uh the the african-american girl she's not even african-american she's british so she's black <laughs> um she's pretty she's she is there's no she's doubt about really that. pretty
1: no i'm not even talking about bill but just there there's just like bill Potts when he when like when there's scenes with him it's like you're looking around the rest of the, and it's like they're giving you nothing to work with Peter, yeah, you're, I kind of get that. You know, sometimes the writing seems to be just a little. There flat. was some stuff in there
2: that I was like, yeah, I'm not a fan of the of the, and and you know, I, I, the I'm still hot or cold with uh, with Jody, uh, what's her Jody Whittaker, yeah, the new one. I'm still kind of hot or cold with that Pam loves her. I I, I don't. It, it's not the fact that she's a woman. I don't care. I feel like the doctor should be anybody that the, that they want them to be. Um, I feel that it's just i just don't see the episodes being that entertaining to me
3: right
1: there like i said with the Capaldi, that's it. it's like some of these episodes are not entertaining like some of these episodes like the problem is like this is this isn't doctor worthy like
2: you actually, should actually a lot of the classic episodes were really that dry. well i mean yes, there's some tom baker episodes where you just go oh god it's like you can't even finish your popcorn yeah yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, um, I mean, I, we went back the one time and we started watching like from, from season one, Yeah, some of those episodes. The Ecclestons? No, 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 no. Season oh. one. Oh, Season yeah, yeah, one yeah, where you have, whites. yeah, where yeah, you've, yeah, you know, yeah. you've got Englishmen dressed up to be Aztecs.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to know that it's on, on Amazon because I, I would definitely, I just got to figure out where I left off. Okay. Um, but like some of like the 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 um the lizard woman oh, couple yes like there are some and and the guy who looks like a thumb <laughs> um but friends of ours who are really big now who, wouldn't
2: that be a fantastic spinoff those three
1: <laughs> yes yes and their adventures in Victorian London like, um,
2: that would be fantastic that would be amazing yeah. to to quote Eccleston that would be fantastic
1: um friends a couple of friends of ours who are uh big time Whovians are not liking this new season that they're, they're not happy with the writing. They're not happy with,
2: I I understand that. I understand that completely. Um, it's it's difficult,
1: but I think when you've had, you know, the last two guys running the showrunners running things, they had a style, they had a, yeah,
2: Russell T Davies and, and, and uh, Moffat Moffat yeah Moffat
1: it, it definitely you know there's a change um and and that's a significant change because like Dave Moffat was a was a kind of devotee of of Davies yeah Davies a devotee of the original yeah new
2: guy so much no definitely definitely so
1: all what? right well we've rambled on on the state of the geek verse what is the state of the geek verse at this point
0: I think it's pretty healthy oh
1: yeah I mean think about it think about what's I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, was, like, Ugh. I think one of the biggest movies of the of the weekend. And from all accounts, it was a good movie. Was it? Yeah. Uh, the critics are, are liking it. Uh, okay. Fans are liking it. All right. Um, Leave it to Sonic the Hedgehog to save the video game movie genre. Think about it, though. Like, <laughs> of Sonic was sort of the embodiment of the Sega gaming system for yeah. so many years, just like, you know, Mario was the embodiment of Nintendo. Yeah. So, you know.
2: Well, no. I mean, think of it. Is is it going to be Mortal Kombat? Nope. Is it going to be Street Fighter? Nope. Nope. Is it going to be Mario Brothers? Hell no. Maybe. No, 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 no. No, no, was bad. If you speak pro against this, Joe? No. No. We're going to have issues.
1: No, no. no. The the Bob Hoskins, (laughs) Dennis Hopper.
2: God, we have to watch that, was we that riff tr- tracks. It's so was,
1: hard. Was, was Luigi? Was that John Leguizamo? John
2: Leguizamo. Oh my God. John Leguizamo.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Okay. So besides that, but, um, I mean, Doom. No. How about that Doom.
1: Doom with with the Rock?
2: Laura Croft. I know. Did they?
1: Okay. There's nothing there. Like did none they, of this. Did they do a Did they do a third Tomb Raider movie? No, they did two. No,
2: yes, they did. They did two. They well, did, I mean, did
1: two with Angelina Jolie,
2: and then they did a reboot. Where it was like a young Laura Croft, like an origin story, I that I, coincided with with the reboot of the video game. I haven't even seen the second movie.
1: You're not missing much. <laughs> no, no. One of them though featured a young Gerard Butler, I believe. Yeah. So there's at least again, that. you're not missing much. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> so Sonic was good, um, or or allegedly so. We haven't seen it yet. Ah, Detective Pikachu, on the other hand got holy jesus that? I yes you do freaking movie it's on hbo hbo Check has it streaming um i did read an interesting article um there's a, a blog called the mary sue uh that talks about like women in in geekdom and whatnot and we're talking about how birds of prey is oh did not do as well as they expected it to do in the box office no but is getting rave reviews yeah. anyway
1: it's critically successful and and the re- audience response But one of the other things in that article, which I liked, was comparable numbers. Budget versus box office. Ford versus Ferrari came out a couple weeks ago with uh, Matt Damon. Is it Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale? Okay. Um, Basically, same box office, same uh, budget. And it was being heralded by critics on Twitter and whatnot as, oh, this is a success! Look at this movie. Blah, 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 blah. Flip the script. Birds of Prey. Mm Mm-hmm pretty much the same box office, pretty much the same budget, and it's a a bomb, it's a flop, it's a turd, it's whatever, Um, I'm going to call the critics out. You're all a bunch of sexist bastards. Knock it off. And you know what? The future doesn't include you. If you can't honestly look at box office numbers and go, that's a success, that's a failure, Mm -hmm. you need to get out of the business.
2: You can't just look at it it and call it a chick movie and then say, well, it's going to do poorly because it's a chick movie.
1: Um, Honestly,
2: I mean that's really yeah. what they did. Yeah, is, I mean, they, you know.
0: So we need we need the geek community to rise up and yeah. let everybody know how great this was and how incredible a movie yeah. it was and and how iconic it is in so many ways.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, streets will flow with the blood of the non-believers. Yes. I mean,
1: you have Margot Robbie as the executive producer. You have a woman writer. You have a woman director. If I we just
2: c- want the characters to look like their characters,
1: but sometimes the character can't look like the character. Why? Because it's not it doesn't always transfer over to real world.
2: I don't, I don't, that may have been true. No, that, I say that may have been true in the 2000s, the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. It's not the way it is anymore because we've learned so much about costuming. We've learned so much of, you know, things have gotten, have progressed. You know, yes, there's a reason why the X-Men suits in X-Men were leather instead of the yellow spandex and why the joke was put in there. Mm -hmm. You know, skip forward 15, 20 years to X-Men First Class and they're not in those spandex they're not in the spandex outfit, but it's not leather either. It's something a bit more believable and
1: and and usable. Like I well, mean, well, but I mean in Birds of Prey, with the exception of some of Harley's clothing, which even still her clothing is not the booty shorts from from uh Suicide, suicide squad, squad. Thank the God. Um I would have been happy with that. No. It's you know, it's it's something where you can go. Oh, no, no. I can believably see you being able to kick ass wearing the gold lame pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Montoya, you know, is in basically a, you know, tactical. Well, not quite tactical gear. Um, no, She's Huntress. In,
0: like jeans and leather jacket. Well, Hunt-
1: Huntress is in like tactical gear, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, this makes sense. That makes sense. You know, if you're going out and killing mob uh, related folks, you.
2: Okay. So so here's my question, though. Like, like here's here's. From a marketing point of view, right? Let's say you want, you know, I mean, like because uh, you know, honestly, it's not not just entertainment, but from from a marketing point of view, you want this to make money, and you want this, you want these characters to make money down the road, right? Let's can we agree on that? Right. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this was okay. definitely
1: a it was it was a Harley movie, but it was also a a a behind the scenes okay. bird of prey. All right.
2: Let mm-hmm. me ask the question on that on that. Let me ask this question. You get. Um, I don't even know what's what's the movie rated? R. It's R rated. It's an R
3: rated movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Screw this then. Yeah. That <laughs> that's and, me, and honestly, that's go. where
1: that's where some critics who have been talking about the performance at the at the box office have have brought out credibly. It it didn't do the normal comic book movie numbers right. because it's an R rated film. So
2: but let me let me also okay, let me say this again then. Uh, because I, I figured out how to rephrase it. Let's let's say you get the the 19 year old girl Who goes in that movie and sees Harley Quinn and sees these characters, the Birds of Prey, and is so empowered by it, I want to read more about them, right? So they go to the comic book store and they go, I want to read, you know, do you have Birds of Prey comics? Yeah, they're over there. They pick up the Birds of Prey. Those chicks don't look anything like they do in the film, and she's thoroughly confused. But you which version of Birds of
1: Prey are you talking about? Because there have been so many variations know, on the on the team. But, so,
2: but, but even the modern version is always going to have you're always going to have Harley as a bird of prey. You're always going to. She like, wasn't.
1: She wasn't initially a bird of prey. No, not
2: initially. But I'm talking about now. the The new iterations of it have Harley. Hell, they even have Ivy in there. You know, and, and I mean, but like there's but like seriously, you, t- you look at that Harley and you go, that's not the heart that's in, in the comic. And she's in the traditional Harley Quinn outfit mm-hmm. or a variation of it. And you're just like she's like, that's not the Harley Quinn that I saw in
0: the movie. You know, I think that one, I think that young women are intelligent enough these days, especially in the geek community to understand that there's going to be differences and the stories ring true enough and the stories are entertaining enough that especially young women hope. are going to get past that. One would hope. And see the empowerment of, of what it is without having to. And I'd, I'll be the first one. I, I have bitched about the wardrobe before, you know. But I think they redeemed themselves in this movie with that. I think they gave us a modern, realistic take on what a woman a young woman who had gone through that kind of shit in the scope of the comic book universe would be like
2: okay so but the thing is that this will be my final word on it is that okay so harley quinn is so iconic of dc now as well i mean she's i will put her right up Mm -hmm. there next to batman superman and wonder woman absolutely as Mm -hmm. as as recognizable icons Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. she's so up there perfectly take for for So, so you're saying that, 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 you know, you could recognize her and still have it be acceptable, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What if they took, what if they took Superman, right? And, uh, for a film or whatever, and- put him in that awful uh, uh, suit that he was wearing, in in that awful New 52 outfit where it was jeans and a t-shirt and a short little cape. You know how many, and and the work boots. You know how many people
0: would get, would be so up in arms saying, that's not Superman? You know, I think that there's always going to be a split in the fandom between those that want to see their iconic suits and the iconic colors and the things that we grew up with, and those that are going to be okay with, with moving on to other but things.
2: i think i think that that creators at this pan at this point owe it to the fans to give them what they want you know you But know, here's i can see which in the future. which is what they did
1: with with sonic but he, yeah but because of the the t thing um but what i would say to is this comic books are a dying industry you look at the numbers you I look at the hurts. numbers Comic books don't make the money that they made back in the day. It is a dying industry. So if you are, if you are banking on a $90 million movie for an audience that can't move a hundred thousand issue copies of an issue every month for $2, but even, even because everything's going even digital, they're, they're not making that much. The comic, the comic reader fandom is not there. The movie, you have to go outside of just that dedicated small core of people. It's It's the same thing with DD. Listen, I love d d but Critical Role at their biggest gets like 28 40,000 people watching. If that was a TV show on a regular network, no, it'd it would be canceled. canceled. Right. Um, we love to think our fandoms are big and huge, but at the end of the day, if you're wanting to get... A $100 million movie, they have to make like $200 million on top of the, between the production and, and marketing for it to even break even. You can't just go, you know, it's like you make a Wonder Woman movie, okay? Where is she going to be in the, the Star Spangled uh, panties or the skirt? Because both have been part of her traditional outfit.
2: Absolutely. Well, it would depend on when it was set. But
1: it, do- that, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, we're making a movie now. So we're making a new edition. It's like... You know, whether or not Superman's hair is collar length or it's shorter, you know, as long as he has the the, the swan spit curl, we're okay.
0: (laughs) Well,
2: not according to Kayla. (laughs)
0: According to Kayla, he has to have the long hair. But again, there's always going to be a split. There's always going to be the traditionalists versus those that that feel that we need to move on and modernize. And I can see, especially with the the whole Birds of Prey and Harley thing, I can see them, you know, this is not the the last movie. This is definitely not the last movie. No, it's definitely not going to be the last movie. And I can see them, you know, homaging in some way to that down the line. Well,
1: I mean, like the Huntress's outfit... various times you do see midriff which is very on brand for the yeah. huntress yeah but she's not wearing you know what looks like a satin top and satin skirt you know she's dressed like someone who's a, you know going to work she's still using a hand crossbow so right. i, mean,
0: I also just, just focus I, I i focus less on the wardrobe although i have bitched about it because yeah. of the freaking shorts um but i'm looking at the character i'm looking at how margot robbie is playing Harley Quinn and how she is guarding that character and the fact that I used to talk to you know I'd, I've worked with kids you know I've worked with teenagers I used to teach you know uh, stunt fighting to teenagers and things like that right. and I would say Harley Quinn and you know half of them wouldn't know what it is and now because of this the whole world knows who the hell she is And I think that's incredible. And I think that our icons and our role models, whether it be Superman or Harley or whoever it is, are living on because of these things. So you got to you got to give respect to that. Well, thanks for the lecture, mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. But no, I mean, I think it's your opinion is also valid and you're allowed to have that opinion, you know, and some people do want to see the traditional suits.
1: You're allowed to be wrong. You're allowed to be wrong. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Wow
3: okay All right. can we We've, just end this show please <laughs>
0: we have riffed long enough i'm sorry i brought it back in when we were we were getting out you
2: get yourself a new third
3: host
0: <laughs> let's go to the board i made you i can <laughs> <laughs> i brought you into this world
1: <laughs> i wasn't gonna say that no that's roger and judy's job <laughs> <laughs> i know how to get a hold of your mom now I'm scared. We also know how to get a hold of your wife. So That's true. <laughs> Which is scarier?
0: Ooh, that's a
2: good question. What, um, on, well, it's it's it all comes down to proximity. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, I mean,
2: that's
0: a good answer. Is your mom back in Kentucky? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So going to the big board. Kayla, three. I got a
0: whole free You did. You did a good job. I did a good job. Okay.
1: Yeah. And me and Andy with eight. Tied. 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 It's like kissing your cousin.
2: All right, to so decide the, the tie, we, it'll be a race around the world. The queen uh, herself will drop the will
1: drop the, <laughs> the checkered flag. <laughs> That's gonna be a we're gonna be waiting for a long time on that one because <laughs> you and I are racing.
0: So I'm taking over the show solo for a while. <laughs> we're
1: at the end of the driveway. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. My Thanks back hurts. for those of us, those of you that that hung on for this long and our, our craziness. Um, we could probably do three more episodes on the state of geekdom. We barely even touched on Dungeons and Dragons tonight and a bunch of other Dip. stuff. Um, but it was fun. Uh, and um, so more to come.
1: I think
2: there was going to be a fight at the end of this one. <laughs>
0: nah.
1: nah. Uh, so Andy, I will uh, I will tip the cap and let you uh, plug your stuff.
2: Okay, that's cool. Uh, you can always find me at uh, the Critical Hit on uh, on Twitter. Uh, the uh, the at is actually uh, Dwarven Wordslinger. Uh, it's missing some letters, to, so I could fit it all in, of course.
1: Um, but I, we're Darn. gonna put. Darn you, Twitter! <laughs> right, There's such bastards. <laughs> so it, the correct one was is, is, is now there,
2: right? Is okay. So yeah, uh, it's in the you've, show notes. You fixed it. It's in I the fix, show notes. Uh-huh. Um, you can also actually find me uh, on uh, Facebook at uh, the underscore critical underscore hit uh, tavern gaming. Um, that's that's just Google it. You'll find me. Um, uh, yeah, no, that's it. Okay, that's all, all right. I want to give you for now. Okay. All right, For more.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, you can find me on the Twitters at hawk underscore Kayla. Say hi to Joe for me when you tweet at me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at the geekiest Kayla. That's kind of my big one. That's my hub um, where I kind of centralize everything. So if you're looking to get a hold of me or or comment or anything or check out and see what I'm doing, that's the best one to do it on. Um, of course, if you live in the South Florida area and you want to come check out our thrift shop, Secondhand Goddess is at 4148 Davy Road. Um, we very often have a lot of geeky stuff in the shop. From figs to pops to t-shirts to comic all kinds books. of crazy things. I'm about to give books. y'all a lot more soon. So, <laughs> you know, all those all you geeks out there in South Florida, come and check us out. We just rolled his eyes. We just. <laughs> We just finished a beautiful build in the front of the shop. Our workshop is done. So we're going to be having guest artists and all sorts of fun stuff there as well. Looking into even maybe having some comic book artists. That place is super sexy,
1: folks. I'm not even kidding.
0: (laughs) So come and check that out. And of course, on all the social secondhand
1: goddess as well. And you can find me on Twitter at at Demorgus, D-E-M-O-R-G-U-S. I'm also the DM of the Not Safer Wizards podcast, where you can also hear Kayla and Pete.
0: Oh, yeah, I do that too.
1: Um, you can find th- anything about the geekiest at the geekiest pod across all the social medias Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I think that's about it. Um, Where are we going to be next week, Joe? Well, not next week. Friday. 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 Uh, Pete, Kayla, and I will be driving up to Jacksonville, Florida Ooh. to take part in the Jay and Silent Bob reboot roadshow. Uh, we'll watch the movie, which Kayla and I have already seen. It is awesome. Um, and then there will be a Q&A session afterwards. And then after that is a uh, meet and greet experience that uh, Armored Bear Productions has ponied up some money. So the the three hosts can meet, uh, take photos with Kevin Smith. Uh, we are going to be handing him a T-shirt and some of our uh, pins, as swag, And uh, you should keep an eye out. Uh, I am told as we travel to Jacksonville that my co-hosts will be doing all sorts of, of of vlogging and posting. You damn well better, um, Hell yeah. I will be driving, so I probably should not be vlogging or posting. Joe will be
0: driving because Kayla gets car and falls
1: asleep. Yeah. Um, and Pete probably has to study. Um, so I keep it down, you guys. I'm trying to study. Wait, a minute, how are you going to be posting seat. and stuff if you have the car collapse? Well, in between naps. Okay. Uh, so, so you look for it's like a cat. Yeah. Yes. Look for look for dispatches from the minivan as we travel to So, <laughs> travel to Jacksonville. I think we have to call it that. Um well, thank you for listening to this, for listening this week and we'll be talking to you next week. Bye, I love you. Later, taters. Bye. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, Two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, That would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.